Hey, where are the white women at? But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? We'll just have to take this pants off so that I can take a closer look. Still others evolved so much, they don't even need to wear pants. <laughs> Okay, I'm still I'm stretching this way now. It, Paul's stretching. Paul's doing his got to his evening out. I'm practicing for the yoga, the uh, beer and beer and bruise. Are you gonna do the beer and bruise? Uh, well, I don't know. Bending, bending, bend, 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 bend and bruise. Here's why I might not. And then oh, certain God. people gave me a real hard time. I hope so. Lately, because my fucking elbow still hurts, and it, and I re-injured it. Remember again? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I thought I got to What the fuck can you do with yoga without your left elbow? Remember what I told you to do when you hurt your elbow the first time? I don't remember. No. Go to a goddamn doctor. Well, that's fine. Like, I didn't. Oh, my name's Paul, and I'm a baby boomer, and I don't go to doctors. <laughs> <laughs> you just rub some dirt on it. <laughs> yeah, no, just rub some dirt on it and just walk it off. <laughs> like uh, you're seeing the movie Knocked Up, they're talking about how weed is a cure all for everything. <laughs> it is. We no, we thought not. Jonah broke his arm one time, and we just <laughs> sat around and got high. And now, I mean, it still clicks a little bit when he moves his wrist, but it's pretty much fine. <laughs> All right, what are you drinking, Joe? Uh, I've got the uh, Tito's and Spindrift, uh, two sponsors we're seeking. Yeah, it's a uh, Tito's vodka mixed with Spindrift cucumber soda. Now I think I've had that. And you, it's very tasty. Now I'm having Tito's and the the Pepsi brand skinny ass can of their core sort of natural ginger ale. See, Pepsi Cola is a oh man. They're a I know evil, evil, evil. I know evil, that evil corporation. But the, uh, the their ginger ale actually is pretty good. If you had it before, I have not had it. Okay. You, you've had it here a few times, and I've never uh, ever. Maybe been you'll. Just try it sometime. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you right now, this does not taste good. Oh, shit. Let me try to it. Me, now, maybe my taste buds are off because of a thing that happened to me recently, but I don't like cool. this. I don't like this. The, the, I love the ginger ale. I don't like that. Oh, Ugh, no. Something's wrong. No, it tastes like a Werner's. Uh, and I like Werner's by itself, but Werner's, as a, Werner's ginger ale as a mixer is not very good because it's got a bunch of other but I've, weird flavors going on. But I've had the Werner's as a mixer also with Tito's, and it's better than this. Something's wrong. But I'm telling you, this ginger ale by itself is good, I think. and um, Maybe it's just not good with booze, man. Which I don't know. Is, I'm going to drink it anyway because, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to waste it. You're damn right you're not. So, um, uh, oh, here's what I want to do. Okay, what are we doing? I have a list of shit I want to talk about. I'll just rip through it. Let's rip through it. Let's. All right, so we can just get it done. Topic and then, one. To, and these are not in any particular order. Let me what get is my, that? There's an ESPN sports show where they do that. So I'm sure, sure somebody will tell us about yeah, it. I don't know. Uh, where they they. All right, all right. And one minute talking about this topic. Then after a minute, they skip on to the next one. I can't. I, it's some ridiculous sports firestorm or some shit like that. Anyway, <laughs> go on. Sudden something. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sudden, sudden Sunday. Sudden Sunday. Know, anyway. Sudden death. Maybe it is sudden death. Maybe it's sudden death is the name of the the portion of it. Maybe it's a sports center thing and it's sudden death. Okay. I, it doesn't fucking matter. Okay. But it kind of does. I have one, two, three, four, five, six. Jesus Christ. People, just so we're clear, we never do this. Right. We tried it in the beginning. And it would take us two hours to get through the right. whole thing because we have offshoots. But here's the rule. I'm not going to fucking – here's the rule. Here's the number one rule. I'm not going to fucking do it that. We're not going to do that. We're not going to go off on this one. Well, we could, but I want to. Okay. All right. Here's the deal. Remember I was sick for a couple of days and went on. Yeah, the yeah. I was kind of worried about you. All right. I think I, I think I found out what happened. Okay. I found a bite site on me. 
of some uh, kind. Like a it, spider bite site. Where at on you? It's way back here. Okay. Like, like taking a shower the Did way I... For those of you not knowing, when I, I bent over and was spreading my ass cheeks open and trying to show Joe exactly where it was. It was. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah. I was like, no, that's not a bite. That's your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that's your brown eye. Actually, that's not what I was doing. It's like way up, like behind my lower shoulder blade. Like, in other words, you, a place you wouldn't normally right. reach. Okay. And how, how I found it was I was taking a shower. And, uh, you know, soap and water is kind of slippery. You know, can you kind of lather up? You know what I mean? You kind of slide over your body. You know what I mean? Kind of. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about yeah, it. Yeah. Imagine me in there. Usually when I take a shower in there, I turn the lights down. As you know, I don't like the lights up in here. As you know, I try Baby, to. I, turn I, the lights down low. <laughs> I fuck with the lights a lot in here that you really like when I do that. I try to get it so just right. Annoying. I think today was the first day you didn't fuck with him before. I didn't. I don't want to argue about it. it. It just, it gets into my fucking, you fuck up my chi. Every time you do that. Well, here's what's going to happen. Because one day we are going to have better lights in here. We're going to have these adjustable. We're going to be on dimmers, and we're going to make it nice. It's going to be great when you don't have these hot-ass lights in here. Because I, I feel like those are incandescents, and I'm... Actually, they're fluorescent. Are they fluorescent? Yeah. All right. They just feel hot. Well, it feels hot because it's hot in here. That's another topic, so shut up. All right. Going all right. Forward. So, so, so I, you know, I, was sliding, I was sliding around okay. with soap on my hands nicely... And I, you know, it kind of helps you reach a little further because it's a little bit, you know, it's a slipperier lubrication. And I went, I went ow, you know, kind of ow and kind of itchy. And I went, and there's a big old bump there. And I went, what the fuck? I looked at it rather red and it's not there normally. And this is a new thing. And I, I think I got fucking bit a couple of nights ago. So with the symptoms that you told me you had, it could have been a uh, black widow. Well, it could have been. And there were other ones too that I didn't really go into. There are certain people in this town that, that, uh, that were mad at me for not telling them. And uh, one of them was my, um, I felt like I got this lump in my throat, like I couldn't really swallow. Uh huh. And uh, and it was kind of, it was really kind of, it wasn't really to the point where it was dangerous. It was know? just mildly annoying. It was definitely there, and it wasn't didn't hurt like it was a sore throat, but it was just there. And then I remember fucking hearing things at night, like oh, you were hallucinating. Yeah, there was some of that shit going on. And then uh, I don't know, it, but it was all had to do with the same same day, the same time period, and then. Uh, rather upset stomach, and I said, yeah. And for like a middle of the, I guess day before yesterday or so, I said, oh, my stomach's not that bad. And I said, I don't think I'm gonna eat something. Well, that's because I guess there was nothing in my stomach. Right. So I don't know. I didn't didn't feel like the flu. It didn't feel like uh, some other. Ill- it was something different. And uh, and then I fell found that big bump that kind of hurts and itches. Oh, man. And I just thought I got bit by something. That's what I'm. But thinking. your symptoms it, are gone now. They're mostly gone now. I feel now. Did I feel that better? Did you look at it in the mirror? Were you able to see it? Yeah, a little. Yeah, did, I, I couldn't quite. Yeah, but it was gone. It was smaller, I guess, because you know it wasn't really. And I did, hadn't taken a shower for a couple of days, to be honest. God damn. Yeah. Well, you know, you hang out with Sarah Ferry too much. Love you, Sarah. Yeah. Yeah, she she kind of uh, and Porsche's dirty too. Porsche's gross like that. Sometimes she'll forget she really? how many days she's gone without a shower. Is Sarah rubbing off on Porsche? No, I think Porsche's just always dirty, and dirty people always hang out together. Yeah, which is funny because Sarah and I always I, I I'm not known for being a dirty like not dirty but like a dirty hippie type. Yeah, except that I am right. Like and, and me and uh, Sarah and Julia have talked You're about a stealth this before. Hippie. I, I'm a stealth hippie. That's absolutely a hundred percent true. I think like, there's a lot more of those than people realize. That that is very true. Yeah. I mean, you can tell by the you know the fact that I don't really wear cologne. It's always some sort of mix of essential oils, or I make my own fucking beard oil, or I can't use soap now. That's like manufactured in some big ass factory. Like I have to right. use like soap that's very mild and like like I can like if I had a problem with the soap. I could call the person who made it. Like, I know the woman who made it, that right. kind of shit. But that's just, I think that's a product of growing up how I well, grew up when I was a kid. Speak, but speaking of anyway. soap, I'm, I'm going to um, I'm gonna make my own foaming soap. I, say, I like foaming soap. 
but I know you, you probably don't like it because you're not you, supposed to. Like for your body? Well, no. For um, I bought a uh, machine. It'll be here for the uh, for the office, and um, you know, a hands free dispenser. Oh yeah. And yeah. I started looking up about just making your own. With paint, it's not that hard to do. And then it's I really thought, not. I'll just make my own non fragrant. But I'm going to put some essential oils in there also. So I'm going to find out what the fuck's wrong with me, which it really isn't much. You mean, I, dude? I don't think you should consume essential oils to fix your brain. No, I don't. I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm just wondering what the best stinky essential oil I can put in a homemade foaming soap that could have some kind of not negative influence on my head. I need a positive influence on my head. Lavender, okay. lavender, lavender is a natural calming effect. The cool thing about lavender too, which I love, yeah, is it repels most. Insects, definitely, oh. and, and not just insects, but like creepy crawlies, right? Um, huh? Spiders. Like, uh, if you think if there was a soap dispenser in there, would that be smelly enough to keep things out of the bathroom? Potentially. Well, here's the thing: like, I have lavender soap for my hand soap in my bathroom. Mm-hmm. I also have lavender, like a spray, which thing again, Sarah Ferry. Mm-hmm. That was the uh, white elephant gift that she oh put in there was oh i remember a, that yeah it was a little like a little spray bottle of yeah. uh like a little four ounce spray bottle of like a lavender whatever sleepy time stuff and it was like mm-hmm. lavender and chamomile oil and like and just some water and you spray like on your pillow except i love that smell and i know that it repels bugs because no matter how clean my house is and no matter how much bug spray i put on the outside of my house i still get roaches because i'm surrounded by three dirty neighbors right and they don't do any they don't take care of any of that shit so i spray lavender this lavender spray all around my room and i haven't had a bug in my in in, in probably a year or so but anyway so the lavender does it well there's this lavender uh, lavender would be a good one you could do tea tree oil in there too is is uh is is good it not only is it antimicrobial naturally uh-huh. um, like it's really good for your it's really good for your skin it's good for skin blemishes and it you know because it's like i said antimicrobial it's a natural antifungal as well okay um and then uh you could always do peppermint peppermint oil is always really good okay um, well, i'm gonna do some the experimenting for sure I've got a good soap recipe, if you like a liquid hand soap recipe. If yeah, you, if you want to. Well, do that. What, and then I learned, and you probably, maybe you knew this. I'm behind the curve on foamy soap, but I just I kind of when it first came out, I was kind of into. It. I thought, okay, this is kind of cool because it also used less because it's mostly yeah. air. And then, uh, but it says in some of these things I've read, it said pretty much you can take any kind of liquid soap and just add like half water or two thirds water. That's absolutely true. And you shake the living snot out of it, and then it's kind of emulsified, and then there's your there's your foamy soap. Yeah, you like the like the pump. Soap, you know, you have the pump your hand pump thing. Yeah. Yeah. And you can take the lid off, mm-hmm. you know, and just I, if it were me, what I do at home, mm-hmm. my hand soap, like foamy hand soap, is just Dawn, like your old school Dawn dish soap. Okay. And I, it's probably like a 20 to 1 or 10 to 1 dilution. I just dilute it till I, I like the color of it and mm-hmm. then leave it in there. And so you have, then you have Dawn hand soap and I didn't have to buy an extra soap I gotcha um, so you mean Dove or not Dawn Dawn dish soap is what I mean dish soap oh, Dawn di- dish, dish soap okay yeah. for when you to wash your dishes yeah Dove isn't a soap Dove is a moisturizer bar look that up huh it's not it's really it's not a it's not a soap like it doesn't okay. get you clean right. it, do, it does not google that google, you should google Jamie Jamie look that yeah, shit get on up. that Jamie, Jamie right now put, put it on the big screen up here so we can put it up on the it. big screen let's take a look at <laughs> So I hope someday we get big and famous and Joe Rogan's like, 
Yeah, I listened to some of your old podcasts. It was kind of funny. I couldn't fucking believe you guys talk about my <laughs> podcast all the time. I appreciate that. Hey, here's what's cool, Thanks, though. Joe Rogan. Here's what's cool, Joe, is I've got a bigger TV upstairs right now. It's just sitting up there on a sofa, not doing a damn thing. And so I want to hang it somewhere. Why don't you mount that bastard on that? Yeah. Mount, that mount handle. And it? actually, we can. I want to talk. We talked about this because mm-hmm. I'm getting an upgraded uh, um, a router. Yep. Router? Is that what it is? Yeah. It's mo- uh, yeah, it's a router. Yeah, and yeah. other stuff. And I just want to know what it's going to take to do stuff like that. If we were looking something up or somebody else was, what's it going to take to get it on a screen? It would have to be like my laptop or your computer, some, something hooked up to it. Right. And you just throw it onto that screen. You- How about just through, it could be Wi-Fi and we could do, it could go uh, through like Apple TV, Wi-Fi. Yeah, you could it do could that. It could be, uh, what, what's that called? Uh, when you um, mirror, you can yeah. mirror from your, Absolutely. do that. Yeah. Okay, fine. So that one topic was going to take 15 seconds, now killed about 20 minutes. Yep, that's exactly what it, or, you know, like six. It's cool. Oh, six minutes. That's what it is. Um, so you're fine now, though? Like, I was kind of worried about, I was worried you were going to tell me you had a bullseye, excuse me, the bullseye, like, bite mark. And what is that? Lyme disease. Oh. And I was like, where did you find a tick in the middle of the fucking desert where there isn't a single tree within fucking, uh, right. you know, two well, I'm not going to tell you what I do in my off time. That's cool, man. Whatever. Are you, are you a lumberjack? <laughs> Usually my lumberjack, I jack just with boots on. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, what I do in my off time involves heavy <laughs> lumber and jacking, but it's not lumberjacking, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Shout out to NAU Lumberjacks. <laughs> <laughs> not very popular in Arizona. We don't have a lot of lumberjacks there's, in there's a lot Arizona. Of lumberjack. there's, well, there's about 20,000 of them in Flagstaff, but... Well, sure. And, oh, by the way, people... Get it? Think of Arizona. Yeah. Sorry. We, we are... <laughs> we are... On Route 66, people complain in the high desert in Mojave. Coming to you from the high desert. Route Mojave County. Heart of Route 66. 66. Speaking of now, that's a segue right into what I'm going to talk about next. Okay. That I took the, uh, so we have a, a guy in town, a true national treasure. Mr. Jim Hinckley, who is yes. the expert in pre-World War II electric cars, which I know that sounds goofy. Yeah. Because we think about electric cars these days, we think of like the Nissan Leaf, we think of the Tesla, stuff like that. But there were more hybrid gas and electric, a diesel and electric, or just straight electric cars. There were more of those on the road from about 1898 to about 1940. There were more of those on the road than there were gasoline engines. Until the Jews stopped uh, it. God damn it. <laughs> you and your fucking anti-Semitism. Now, he's not an anti-Semite, people. Paul's the cheapest motherfucker a- I know. He loves Actually. <laughs> Being Scottish, also that's they go right together, you know. They really Scottish do. didn't get together with Jews and just make a lot of uh, you know really tightwad babies. I don't know. Oh, that's God. kind of a Scotch thing, right? They would be thing. really funny drunks. Well, the, the Jews are funny. Yeah, that's what I meant. And the, and the Scots Scots are, are drunk. They're angry and drunk. Yeah, but they're kind of funny too in, the, in an angry sort of way. When you yeah, like Billy Connolly. Yeah, he's probably the nicest fucking guy in the world. But you watch stand up and you're like, this guy is fucking. He's a Scotch, right? Anyway, he's a scotch. Yeah, Jim Hinckley, so Jim, yeah. He's, he's a local expert on Route 66 on several different types of automobiles, but very specifically, uh, in the past few years, he's he's become known worldwide. International, yes, respected. big time. Yeah, he went to the Route 66 festival. He's a celebrity, in, and he lives it, right here. Was it Germany? Was went it, to either uh, Holland or uh, the Netherlands. Shit, I think it was the Netherlands. I think, yeah. went to, I think that's where it was, the Route 66 festival yeah. earlier this year. The city paid his way to go. Uh-huh. Uh, because I don't know if a lot of people realize this. Everybody, not everybody, but like most of the people I tell, they ask me, "Oh, what's it like working at the brewery on Saturday afternoon?" I bet it's dead. No, it's not. Yeah, I get. I there's times where I'll, I'll have I'll have so many customers in there that English is not the first language being spoken in the brewery 
So you, you, you kick them out because they're not American? Get the fuck out? No. no. Because this yeah. is America. Yeah, this is America. You just love it or leave it. Yeah. Like Speak waving. English, goddammit. Yeah. Speaking the English. <laughs> no, they and it, there's a ton of Euro- Europeans... Tourists love, love the desert, they, and they love Route 66. Yeah, there's nothing like this. People probably know this, but, you know, Northern Africa maybe, and that's close enough to Europe, I suppose, but there's nothing like this over there. It's true. And so they come here for this, and they, they, they love just, 66. They love the old uh, West. Wild West kind of thing. Yeah, yeah so this is kind of, and, it's, and, and Jim was talking about a lot, because I'm out here at the airport, but he was talking a lot. You know, he gets a lot of conversation about aviation and out here, because they know more, Europeans know more about this airport and the history of this airport than we do. That's true. They're just into it and many times i've told him this when i'm leaving from here there's often a rental car full of europeans peering right you know standing outside looking through the fence and on occasion i'll, I'll invite them in you know to come look at some stuff a little bit closer as long as they're in my control shall we say right but they love that and i'm still in contact with someone in ireland actually a family in ireland said many time you come over here you can stay with us that's and, fantastic yeah wow so yeah we're all ambassadors you are also at the brewery and but jim's and, like the ambassador which is ramped up to 11 so yes. to speak he, yeah he, he is. is so just, so anyway. so the point is he is starting to do these walking tours and I, I think he's done it for a little while, but now he's advertising on, or he's getting in social media and doing a pretty good job at it. Um, and so last night was, I think, maybe, someone's going to correct me if I'm wrong, the first Facebook advertised, they're calling a neon evening light something with Jim Hinckley. And we, I, I think it is the first one, yeah. Yeah, so we started out, it was like 13 people showed up, dude. That wasn't bad. It was fucking 106 degrees outside. It was outside. 106 degrees and it was the first time they did it, and you get that many people show up, that's amazing. Yeah, and I, and I took, people were asking, well, how it was? I said, if it were a little cooler, it would be a shitload better because it was warm, and I was suffering from a spider bite or a or an iguana bite. You think it was a goanna? <laughs> Not goanna. A goanna. Iguana. That's what they call them in, in goanna. Austria. Yeah. Austria. Yeah. Austria. Yeah. It's, well, ask Leonard. <laughs> hey, Leonard. How many times he had? <laughs> you ever been bit by a goanna? He's like, yeah, I'm not Austrian. It's get it because it's Australia. Did you have to beat it away with your didgeridoo? Did you? <laughs> and he'll be like, hey, man, you better didgeridoo. Don't mention that again. <laughs> Anyhow. So, so we, this okay. we started at the railroad station, and we talked about that for a while. And we walked across the street over to where El Palacio was. And pretty much for the most part, most of, you know, he has an iPad with him. And most of the time, he's uh, showing uh, uh, views from old black and white pictures of all around town. and talks about buildings and what was there and what's there now and, and who owned it. And it just it, it, historical perspective. And then we walked up to 9th. All the way up to ninth, I think, and went uh, turned left. God damn, that's a long way. It is a long way. Yeah, one hundred and sixty. I'm telling you, and uphill. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, we lost a few people. I don't think they're dead, but we did lost. We did. We, we lost a few good men. <laughs> a few good men. Lost a lot of good men out there. Actually, about two thirds way through, people said, "Okay, this is long enough," because it was about two and a half hours, dude. That's really cool. I think. I can't wait until it cools down a little bit. He's going to get a lot more people. Is it two and a half hours. I can't do math. Right now. I can't. It's so hot, Paul can't do math. Yeah, but anyway, so it was worth. I would do it again, and I think it was. It's fifteen bucks, well worth it, and it's a good exercise, and it's nice in the evening. He, he talks about different certain old trees and buildings and who was where, and again, what to, you just have to do it. And and you're, there's not going to be, there will never be a better guy to take that tour with on Route 66 than Jim fucking... Who else would it be? I mean, no seriously. And no. if, when he's dead, who's it going gonna to take his place? I don't know. Probably I, nobody. I, I God damn it. I, he, he really is a treasure. You know, I've known him for almost 20 years. Like, I, I... He, years ago, 66 Auto used to be where Martin... You know, Martin Swanee took over that, like, the Kia... Like, the dealership where the Kia dealership right. is. That used to be 66 Auto. Right. And they had two lots. They had the one that's on the corner of Andy Devine 
and uh, what is it? You know, Corner of Route 66 and Stockton Hill, and they had the other. The new car lot was over was over on on uh, over where Kia is now. Yes. So um, I worked there as a lot porter, like right around the time Porsche was born. You know, I was just like cleaning cars, detailing cars, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Well, at the time they had a used car rental fleet where they were, they, you know, just maybe eight to 10 year old cars that they rented for cheap. And Jim Hinckley was in charge of that counter, the rental counter. Okay. So whenever people would bring back a rental car, I'd have to go up there, get the keys from him, take the rental car back and, and had plenty of conversations with him. And it was right around that time was when the Toyota Prius became really popular. I think the Prius came out in 2001 or 2002, and this would have been about 2002, I think. Uh-huh. And we were talking about hybrid cars, and he goes, and, and that's when he started telling me about how um, hybrid cars are not a new thing; they're about 100 years old. Oh yeah, the idea was about 100 years old, and then it, you know, and around that time, and it was just because lead acid batteries. It's always been about technology. The yeah. only reason why they didn't get adopted over uh, gasoline is that gasoline was just easier and cheaper and could get you farther. But but, but people were making a lot of alcohol too. I mean, the the big. I don't want to go off on this. Oh yeah, conspiracy, but it, people are going to go through the <clears throat> alcohol route, and that's one reason that Rockefeller. Campaigned against it for Christian reasons and all that, but he didn't want alcohol to he compete did, against he didn't, exactly against oil. Yeah. And it, we would have had a lot different looking automobile industry if it wasn't for some a few key fucking assholes. It's so much cheaper to just throw plant matter in with yeast, yep, and ferment it, and then it's it's easier, it's cheaper, it's more environmentally friendly to make alcohol and power your vehicle on alcohol than it is to pull crude oil out of the ground and do all that it, stuff. It, it is. It's, and, it, it, it's and, just, it's, it's, if you boil it down to like it's basic, basic process, because I kind of know both processes fairly well. Right. Get it, making alcohol is so much easier, except there's so many subsidies for crude oil. There's all, and it's all, right. like you said, it's it's not even a conspiracy theory. This is stuff that's backed up with data. There, there, there really should be a couple separate industries that crude oil is used for, for making plastics and that kind of stuff. I mean, now there's different plastic. Of course, it has its place, man. It absolutely has its place. Yeah, but but they, I know also that the government really didn't want, and I can see, well, whatever. We could just go off on this topic too. But yep. then if everybody's making alcohol, everybody's getting drunk, right? Because you can, slightly different process, you can just it's, modify some things. And, and it's a different well i mean it's well, there's it's ethanol like, methanol exactly like, but what, you can still make that obviously you have a still set up and you can probably clean things i don't know clean things out and then make i don't know the difference you, i don't know how you make it the difference i don't you maybe you do it's the different just, process it, it's the the raw ingredients are, okay. the different, are, are different like wood alcohol is different than grain alcohol it's your methanol versus ethanol but you can can i assume you can run a car off either ethanol I or methanol so. i think you can I, I i believe so i bet you jim would know I bet you, Jim, not only would Jim know, you know, Tim would know. Right. Um, I kind of want to have Jim on this podcast, and we were, he asked me a little bit about because I wore my shirt last night, and I told him it was, and he's kind of, a, you get him alone, and he's he's a little different than he is in public. He really is. Public, he, and he, he, he would probably wouldn't mind this podcast, but I'm not sure if he would go on it. He hasn't heard it yet, I don't think, but I would love to interview him. I really, really would. I, I just, I, I could listen to him talk all the time, because not, oh, yeah. not only is he knowledgeable, but he has a good voice. Yes, he does. I think he would, I think he would work very well on... Uh, on either on TV or in uh, or 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 uh, audio, but um, so we might be able to do a leather apron edition with him or something. Yeah, you might maybe. have to do that. But I would like to really like to do that because that could help us out a little bit too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Maybe we can get but, Tito's on board. Maybe Tito's yeah. a Tito beverage. Anyway, so here's the deal. So Jim Hinkley, check it out. If you go to Promote Kingman, you can contact them. They were helping him. In fact, they kind of followed us around. If you saw the video online, yeah. Uh, and and uh, I think I was in a couple of the shots there. I tried to hide oh, it from great. the camera most of the time. Yeah, I really did my best to get the fuck out of the way. I didn't mm-hmm. want to be on there. 
So, you know what they say the most dangerous places, but uh, for how am I going to fuck this up? If you were like, um, the most dangerous place in the world is between between like Jesse Jackson and a, and a TV camera. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> you know, you know if they want to get it. Wanna yeah, no, get it. Yeah, I, I got it. it. You got it? Okay. Reverend Jesse Jackson. All right, so check it out. I don't know how. Yeah. I think there's one coming up in June. Um, where, what date is it right now? It's 24th. Maybe it's July. I don't know. He's going to do maybe a couple of weeks. I don't know what the plan is, but I'm telling you right now, it's going to be worthwhile doing it. Get on the Promote Kingman website or the Facebook yes, page and, or both, and, and you'll, you'll be able to do it because it, it'll be really cool because I've kind of had my own personal walking tour with Jim Hinckley, and it would only last about 45 minutes and just because we bumped into each other outside the wine bar. Oh, he And was, I had asked him about, I said, hey... What do you know about the tunnels underneath downtown Kingman and them connecting? Because I've heard conflicting stories. We talked a lot about that too. Man, he just went off on that. He's like, they didn't connect. People said that they connect. People lied about it. It's like the sign outside of town. Right. Which I've yet to find photographic evidence that it existed. Right. Today, I talked to two old school Kingmanites, including one. And honestly, I don't know her first name because I've always called her ma'am. Um, not really, really. Uh, was called, it, she, was she racist? She, she's no, 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 no. I don't. Well, I don't think so. I was called anyway, racist. She's, Patty. She's got to be around ninety. She came to Kingman and started King. Started. She was a teacher. She started King, teaching in Kingman, nineteen fifty-one. Do you think there was a KKK chapter here? I don't think they needed one. <laughs> I, I don't think it was necessary. It, they, they just it was assumed. It was a. Uh, it was just citizens of Kingman. Now. <laughs> Oh my God! So her son comes in with her, and him and his, you know, his mom come in every Saturday afternoon. And have he has a beer, she has a ginger ale. She loves our ginger ale. And oh, I know who you're talking about. When they walk in, yeah. When when yeah. they when they walk in, I already have her ginger ale ready and his evil red ready, just because I know that that's what they drink. They have a drink there, and then they go across the street because she likes white wine. So she gets wine and walks across the street, and then that's their like Saturday date, which that's I think is beautiful because sure. he's pushing 70 and she's probably around 90 and they're just really cool old retired teachers mm-hmm. and uh and two generations of, of which is just their wealth of knowledge and it's probably think about it, it's probably really special them to come around and do that i mean one day she's not gonna be they're not gonna be around you know gonna, uh, that's absolutely be very true. very sad for you i'm sure she's when you also, learn she's filthy she tells these filthy dirty i think you've been around for that yeah. she just tells the filthiest dirtiest jokes she was the lady that was there that day that the Swillers were there. They were sitting at the bar and they were saying, fuck this and motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Someone said. And I was like, hey, will you guys fucking calm down a little bit? Like, God like damn, can yeah. you can you can you cut it? We got a lady here. And she's like and she chimes in and goes, yeah, why don't you watch your goddamn mouth? <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I knew that lady was cool as shit. Right. But she she was a teacher. She her first year of teaching was at Palo Christi before it was called Palo Christi. That's the school downtown. Oh yeah, right? no, okay, I know. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, it's it, under under yeah, interest right now for her. Yeah. Right now. yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, uh, but it wasn't called that back then. It was called Kingman Grammar School, hmm. and it was the first school. It was the only. It was the only. It wasn't the first school, but it was the only school in Kingman at the time. Hmm. Um. Uh. Anyway, she. Uh, people received education here. That's true. Yeah, some people are educated. Some people, like Porsche, are smart as fuck. Oh yeah, no, I'm just saying um, back when. Way back then, right? It wasn't like a single room <laughs> schoolhouse, like a little house. They did have that. That's downtown. That's like two blocks from the brewery. Oh, is it still there? Yeah, hmm. yeah. It's uh, the courthouse. The the or not the courthouse, <clears throat> but like um, you know that uh, when we walked from the back alley of the brewery up there to Fourth uh, Street, yeah. and we kind of cut through that yard, yeah, to go to Matinas, yeah. 
that yard we cut through. That's the that, oh. yeah. That's that's an old one room. That's now house. yeah. You go pay your tickets it's, there. Yeah, you pay. Yeah, you pay. Which yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> me too. That one. Okay. Pay your court fines there. It's yeah. your probation officer. Gotcha. Anyway, uh, real quick, just to sum this up, he a few weeks ago the Sun mentioned uh, something about the uh, sundown towns and the sign, and I said, okay, here's the thing. One, Kingman never been on a list as a sundown town. I have done my research on this, hmm. and he goes, what's that? What do you mean? And I said, well, back in the fifties. And in early 60s, you had um, black families that were actually, they were coming out of poverty and they could afford things like vacation and automobiles. So you have these pamphlets all for that covered m- most of the West that in the pamphlets, like, like you would go to a hotel and you would see, or a motel and you'd see like the placards, like the pamphlet placards, you know, like promoting uh-huh. the Grand Canyon or this tour, or this tour, whatever those Did you fart? Were. They have, no. Okay, something smells, it's probably me. That could be. Go ahead. Just had to. Maybe it's your upper lip. I had a point I'm trying to make. I know. I know. I'm listening. So I did my research on this. I started doing it a couple years ago because people, okay, for those of you that don't know what I'm talking about, Kingman has a reputation of being very racist, which I I like to kind of blow out of the water because I don't think it's any worse than any other town from the era. Right. One. And for two, there's always been talk about this damn sign that was coming into town. And it's it's funny because nobody seems to be able to know. I have yet to hear a, a solid argument for where it was. Some people say it was Route 66 coming into town, uh, coming in westbound. Because it was 93. Some people heard. say it was 93 coming down the hill. South, yeah. Um, which 93 has existed. That, that, like, coming down the hill from, like, Golden Valley, that, that's, you know, that road's existed way before. For a long time. Uh, yeah. I-40. So, um, and, and, and various other points uh, coming into or going out of Kingman, and it says, you know, and sorry for the offensive language, Snowflakes, but it says, you know, it said something to the effect of, nigger, don't let the sun set. Right. I heard about that too. Those were the first or, things that the first person I knew here told me all about. Like they were, it was kind of funny to them. Ha, ha, yeah, ha. I'm like, huh. Yeah, it's one, it's not funny. And two, right. I have yet to see any evidence. I've, I'm not convinced. Right. Um, my father-in-law uh, told me that it existed, and I said, "Well, do you have any pictures?" He's like, "No." I said, Can, "Do you know anybody that has any pictures?" No. Now this is 15 years ago, 18 years ago. Was he, he here back that. then? Oh yeah, yeah. He, Did I he think claims to have seen he, it. I think he moved here in I want to say the mid 60s. I don't know. I don't know if Linda ever listened to the podcast, but she'll correct me. I think he moved here in like 67. But I know he was kind of back and forth because he had family here. And then he lived here, and then he lived in Southern California, so he was back and forth. So, But I think he firmly established himself about 1970 here okay. in town and started making a family. Anyway, so I started doing research on this. Um, I saw – I was talking about this at the wine bar maybe a year or so ago, and I can't for the life of me think of the gentleman's name. He used to be not a big wig around here, but I think he was a, he was a lawyer, and then he was a judge around here. And I, I, Boutros, Boutros Gali. Not Boutros, Boutros Gali. It was not <laughs> – I can't think of his name, but he chimed in. He goes, oh, that's a real thing. And I said, prove it to me. Because the Mojave County Museum can't seem to substantiate it. All the people that work there told me that they don't have any photographs. They're trying to keep it quiet because it's embarrassing. Maybe, but they have a lot more embarrassing shit about, about, uh, you know... um, uh, China, like there was a massacre of, of Chinese immigrants around here, and there was I heard about it. He, would, he talked shit. about that about the 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 um the gangs that came from like the twenties oh, yeah. that came from L.A. or something. Fuck yeah. young young Chinese, young people. Chinese, like those Chinese mafia came and assassinated a bunch of people here in Kingman. That's absolutely true. Yeah. You know, rival gangs, and then they talk. They have no problem talking about the um, mafia affiliation and the the front businesses that were that were going on downtown in the fifties and sixties that were. 
um, fronts for laundering mon- money out of uh, Las Vegas and right. out of Laughlin. And they have no problem talking about that. But and, and they'll talk about all sorts of other horrible shit that was done. But they won't talk about the sign that everybody seems to quote right. unquote have seen. And nobody's ever been able to substantiate it. It probably so is it, folklore. It, I think it's folklore. Well, here's here what I was getting at with those pamphlets. So they put out these sundown pamphlets. And you can find scans of these online. People look for them. So it lists the sundown towns, the towns that black people should just steer clear of. That was in the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. Steer clear of these towns because you don't want to go there. These are not friendly to your your type, so to speak. And Kingman is not on any of those pamphlets. I saw probably 14 or 15 different editions to various like the AAA, uh, Drive, Motoring Club of America, stuff like that. These, these, these are the companies that put out these pamphlets. Kingman isn't listed. Prescott's listed. Jerome is listed. Flagstaff was listed. Wow. Um, uh, what was that? T- uh, uh, I can't remember what Bullhead City was called before. It was called Bullhead City. Hot as hell, fuck Arizona. Yeah, no shit. The fucking surface of the sun. Right. Uh, anyway, those towns were, were all listed on there. Needles was listed on there. Everywhere around us was listed. Why wouldn't Kingman be on there? Was it because Kingman was too, too small? No. It was bigger than half of those towns I just mentioned at the time. Two, it didn't. It, it just didn't. It wasn't on the list because it wasn't a sundown town because that sign never fucking Not existed. to say that it wasn't racist. There's not to say that it wasn't racist, but it wasn't blatant like that. Right. They're not trying to lynch somebody because they're coming to town with their family, right. which is what would happen to some, in some of these places. So I don't like it when people shit on this town because I feel like there's a lot of good things around here. And then when somebody started shitting on the town's history, then I started delving into it and I just want to satisfy my own curiosity and I'm not satisfied. So if any of you people have evidence of it, please provide it. I have no doubt in my mind that there isn't any evidence, and I don't think there was ever a sign. All right, I'm going to talk about shitting on this town for a second. But here, we talked about this before, Fantastic. Too. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not going to shit on it, but I'm going to say... Shitting in this town? There are, there are things, uh, and we're not going to get, you know, whatever. We have issues in this town. There's no question about it. And some of us are trying to solve them. And True. I think I think it's okay to to identify some of the problems and try to... There's take, nothing wrong with identifying take problems. take the fucking trash out. Yeah. That's what I think. I, I have no, I have no problems with that. Yeah, because we what do I, have some issues. What I do have is a is is a problem with is false falsities. Yes, correct. <laughs> falsities. Falsities. Anyway, I knew, I knew a girl okay. and I said of falsities. I didn't. Oh. I don't like falsities. No, I do not. I don't. We, have we them. talked about false tits. Uh, breasts see, on the show. God damn it, Paul! You said tits. We just I, we talked about that. I know. I just said t- I don't like the word tits. It's a shit. You just said it. I, I don't like it. It's the Tito's and fucking ginger ale. Blame Pepsi Cola. I'm gonna blame Pepsi Cola. They're cutting the Taco Bell and they're evil. We're not gonna talk about this because we've hashed this out several times. Before. I don't like Brit- fake ones. Okay, next don't. topic. All right, next Wait, topic. Hold on, hold on a next. Let me get my pencil out and let me let me wet my. Uh, oh, there we go. The tour. Okay, here's the next topic. It's hot out there, Joe. Oh, it's hot out there every day, folks. <laughs> it, it is. It's hotter now. We, you said we broke up a record in Kingman. Is that true? Yeah, we broke a record the for other June day. For June or just for, broke the fucking record? Broke the record for that, for like, I think that day or that week. Oh. It wasn't, no, the record's much higher. Okay, I don't remember it, it being, it was like, what was it the hottest? 113. Okay. It was 113. I moved here seven or eight, nine years, whatever. I don't remember being 113 here ever since I moved here. Ever in any month. I don't remember it, but I probably did, like it probably did happen. You know, I've been here almost 20 years and it probably did happen i just fucking well, stayed inside for when no when for 20 years but for me like seven eight nine yeah, years, yeah i don't, I don't think it's happened in the past 10 years maybe okay not. we can mark that we're done talking about that now yep okay done. good okay but and the similar topic to that we've got uh right now we're sitting in the sweltering heat joe are watching joe, joe are watching joe's right. watching me i'm watching him we're just sitting there kind of sweating yep 
And uh, but uh, next week I'm gonna have this sort of high efficiency split AC air conditioning system installed. I can't wait, and I want to be here. Like, hopefully you get it installed by like Wednesday. I gotta hope so, because I want to be here when, when it's fired crank. up. Well, when you fired up, because that's what they told me to do when I got um, when 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 uh, when when Bo bought that uh, the new AC unit for my house last right. summer. He told me he's like spend the next like 24 to 48 hours at full blast, just cranking all the way down. My house was 58 degrees. It was amazing. It was amazing to walk into that. It was like walking into. It was like walking into the, the walk-in cooler well, at Blackbridge. It was that, just like that's uh, what I want to do. I want to crank it all the way up. I'm going to ask him. Can I just crank this up and just leave it on and see how which, cold which it gets? They, they say that to do that, so like kind of break it in. It's kind of like uh, like doing the break-in period for like a vehicle or something. Well, like I want to be able to swing meat in here. Now, have you ever swung I, I want, meat? I want to swing meat. I want to. I want to be able to age beef in here. Yeah, that's what I'm. I'm going to age my, my beef in here. That's my beef sausage. That'll be happening shortly, and hopefully, because now I, I know only person I know personally that has one of these systems at their business is the industrial park, and it's pretty fucking quiet. That's cool. So the question, have you ever seen one of these before? Have you ever been in the room with one of these split systems? Is it one of the little, Yeah, it just kind of fits on the like inside, next to the like ceiling a small, or something? Like a yeah. small, yeah, a little thing, and then outside is the thing, and, uh, and they're very quiet. So my question will be, um, or not have a question, out of, you know, whatever we're going to do here, I want to see how quiet it is. I wonder if we can be running it. I, I, while recording that would be great we'll see what happens or if not we'll just make it cold as hell also I have to speaking of I have to bring this up again yeah if you people you people ha- you people have an issue with audio or something like that please let me know right because Mr. Roger big shout out to Roger he's a good dude and he's a fan of the podcast also makes phenomenal beers. Uh, Roger said, "Man, I'm really glad you guys addressed that." I'm like, God damn it, Rob. Which part did we address? The the about? volume, the volume issue. Oh like, yeah. Tim, Tim called me and was like, "Really, who's listening to the podcast?" It was on a break while we were. And recording. then Steve said that was the case. Then Kevin said See, something. And then and Kevin and said everybody something. started piling on. It's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, I just wish people had told me that from the beginning right. because I didn't change my editing style from one to the other, and right. I, I so feel free to. Tell us in any way you can, you know, Facebook, Instagram. You, you might even suggest just to, okay, listen to the intro and then just turn the volume all the way off until the end music. And then if you like that, like that silence. Might, it, it might listen to our the silent podcast. God damn it. We might have to upload one of those Let's one day. That. It'll yeah. be the April Fool's right. podcast next year. Right. Anyway, okay. about the AC, right. I can mark, hold on just a second. We mark that off. I'm about officially the AC. mark it off the list. All right. All right. All right, Joe, do you see what we have in the mail? Here's the next topic. I, I see this. Let's talk about this. Tell the people, tell the good people out there what this is. What, Don't what, what make I'm holding, me, what I'm holding in my hands. Don't make me mispronounce his takes, name. Tell the people it takes two hands for me to hold what I have in my it hands. It takes two hands for <laughs> Jesus Christ. They're not falsities. <laughs> uh, no, we have a listener out east. Uh, Scott, is it Lodati? Yes. I hope, man, Scott, I hope I said your name right. Lodati. Or Laudati. L-A-U-D-A-T-I. Right. Scott. He's a fan. He's a podcast. He's a fan, which is crazy. I I still author in New York City. Published author in New York City. He also has a band, which I listen to. The name escapes me. I listen to it. Pretty good stuff. I didn't know this. Let me see these books. So he sent us these books. He wants to be on the podcast. And I'm I'm all about it because I want to read these books. Uh, He has a a novel. uh, He has a novel and he has a a book of uh, poetry. Poems. Um, It's Scott Lodowdy. Scott. Like and it's available know, on Amazon. And available on Amazon, and I and and I believe it's on available on Kindle. Uh, I haven't checked there, but I'm, I'm not positive, but I'm fairly certain. Yeah. Hawaiian shirts and the electric chair. It's that's the Ho- book of poems, and, and that's yeah. the book of poetry. Which and I've read I, several poems there. 
I like it. I'm not just saying this shit. This is great, and I, I this is the first time I've had eyes on these uh, these books today, which was today. So I can't wait to uh, check this out. And then the his novel, the uh, book of poetry, is Hawaiian shirts and the electric chair, which I don't know what that means, but I already fucking love it because it's Hawaiian we could shirts actually, and the you electric could, chair. You could you could randomly open up a page and read a poem to the people. I, I out might there. just have to do that. Yeah. Actually. So yeah. So the novel is called uh, "Play the Devil," also by Scott Laudati. L a u d a t i. And it gets it gets really high marks on Amazon, like it, it, four and a half or whatever. Yeah, stars. it gets really really high marks. And um, so we're kind of blown away by this. It was funny because he sent us a picture on Instagram. We sent him a, a T-shirt, and he uh, was walking around New York City with a cartoon casual which T-shirt. Is fucking amazing to me. <laughs> like I don't know where where at New York was he? Was he walking around like Williamsburg, being all hipster with our I, fucking podcast? I don't because really know. I would lose my shit. But if we're we're going to contact cool him like and tell him to take the shirt and walk in other really cool high. Oh yeah, because he's going to be at our beck and fucking calls. Like, hey, go I'm to Grace. Saying. Go to Grace Papaya and take. <laughs> go find the naked cowboy. Take a fucking go by the night. Go, go by the 9-11 uh, memorial. No. No. Oh, no. No. Come on, man. Okay, I'm just saying. It's a, it's a big place. Actually, a big we, should, place. we could do like a... It is a big tour. I don't think that's a tourist destination. I, I wouldn't call that actually, a tourist Actually, kind of destination. is. God damn it, Paul. I don't believe... I'm not I saying you should go there. I wouldn't call it a tourist destination. But would you go there if you were in New York City? Yes. I would probably lose um, it. I would probably fucking cry, Joe. I told a friend of mine to go... Uh, he was talking to me about <clears> like what he was doing the next day in New York City. And I was like, so you're in Manhattan? He's like, yeah. So what are you doing tomorrow? And he goes, well, we're going to go to the 9-11 Memorial. Then we're going to go to the Holocaust Museum. Then we're going to do this. And I was like, oh, my God. Let me tell you something right now, buddy. Like, you're, you're, if you go to the 9-11 Memorial, you're not doing shit after that. Oh. If you make it, somehow make it through that, and you're like, okay, I want to get beat up emotionally again. You go to the Holocaust Memorial. Right. Okay. Right. You're not doing shit after that. You're going to go home, and you're going to get drunk, and you're going to feel bad. If you believe the Jews really should really got slaughtered. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah if, and if you're a Holocaust denier, you're not my fucking friend. You're right. a piece of shit that needs right. to be burnt. Uh-huh. Anyway, I'm going to... Uh, right. Wait, well, here we go. Okay, okay now, make sure it's not real long because there's a couple long. No, I, God in damn it! That's exactly what I was doing. I was looking okay. for just... I, I, so, I, so, again, Joe is reading from... I have never read any of his you, poetry. You haven't. I was able to look at, I think maybe five pages of his novel, uh, "Play the Devil." So this is a this is a uh, what do you want to call it? This is a ad hoc ad hoc. Is that be a right term? Sure. Poetry reading. Yeah, poetry. Reading. Joe is opening it up. This is randomly from, randomly from Hawaiian shirts in the electric chair by Scott, Scott Laudati. Laudati. Let's. What's the title of the poem? There isn't one. Actually, what? No, no there are titles of the poems. There. I know there are. Uh. False. Unless this was a really long one. Okay, it's four pages long. Sorry. Yeah, don't get. I thought I had a short one, but it's really a short just a one. continuation. Yeah, I'll, just, find, I'll, I'll talk to you. I want to find a brief one, Scott. I love. I, I'm already loving your poetry because it's really long. I, I, I've many times contemplated reading the full length. It's of better that. than some haikus but, are fantastic, but it's better than uh, a haiku. I well, I, I've to finish my thought. Oh. Interrupter. Sorry. I've thought about if we ever get bored for like themes or whatever to talk about on the podcast which knowing us probably won't happen right but if we do i i, I like i want to read howl like ginsburg's howl just, read, Jesus just read the whole fucking thing just from beginning to end <laughs> i've seen the best minds of my generation i just fucking just go off on and just read Howl. i think that okay, would be so, fucking so, amazing. so joe is perusing he's thumbing I'm, through i'm looking for one that is it's uh, like a, a page long appropriate called a page scott these need to be turned into songs, my brother. Oh no, no, no! I, dude, I'm. Yes, They're they do. So long. You know what we should it. do? No, it's Think great. about. Wait, 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 wait! Listen to me, Joe. What? Joe, listen to me. 
Well, Let's let Chris Lay read to this, and he can fucking write a song based on one of his poems. Oh yeah, I'm what not you, kidding. What do you think? Chris about, Lay's getting bored. Get, think about a, a collaboration there, uh, Scott, one yeah. of our local musicians who's very talented. I'm writing a song. Needs to uh, put music to one of your uh, one of your poems, and I think Chris would do this, don't you? I guarantee you. There's would. no there's no question. Actually, it, uh, I I, mm, I was drinking the other night, but I'm fairly no certain. Way. No, shocking! I'm fairly certain Chris and I had a brief conversation about the fact how he um, he's great at writing guitar stuff, but he sucks at writing lyrics. And there I was you like, go. man, I got a whole, book, a whole book. book. Well, you do, right? But this would be kind of cool to, to nope. tie this in with Mr. Lodowdy. It would be really cool. Lodowdy. All right, I got, I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh, read. Here we one. go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read one. Okay, this is gonna exercise. And Paul shut the fuck. Paul's gonna shut the fuck if, up. If Paul could just be the fuck. Okay, quiet. hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Give, give me. I gotta lean back and shut up. Jesus Christ. T- sure tell me to lean back and shut up, Joe. Go ahead. Oh, how does that sound? Recording it. Oh my fucking god! Y'all need to grease this shit. Okay, okay. Here, we, does it have a title? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna start shutting up now. This is a garden east of Eden. If I could do it all over again, there's not much I would do the same. I would say I love you a lot more to a lot less people. I would only find brick walls on black and white streets to kiss against. I would buy a shag carpet every day and lay in it. And I would never eat until my chest was thin as paper so you could see that my heart looks like a heart. And every time I'd say, the house will always smell like fresh flowers, I'd mean it. And every car door I could open for you, I'd open it. And every cage that held a turtle, I'd free it. And every dog that had no home, I'd adopt it. And every door in the house that wasn't painted yellow, I'd paint it. And every bike that had a, ba- a basket, I'd fill it. And when I promised I was over it, I would be. But when I said, I don't want you to love me any more than you do, I'd still be lying. And I'd still hope that you were smarter than me and you wouldn't change a thing. God damn it, Scott. Well, I've never read any of your poems yet, but the motherfuckers already make me cry. All right, that was I, great. I, I was that sitting here listening to that. I, I, I only read a couple. That was in the middle of the book somewhere. And that's a good fucking, fucking piece of poetry. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's, wow. Right? Scott, you need to make your way out west, man. We'll, uh, right. we'll, we'll do some shit together. We will accommodate you. So we can talk to him about this. We can talk about And And do, do you not think, and I'm not fucking around with this. We need to have Chris make some music to one of us. Oh, yeah, pieces. absolutely. If anything, he could just like uh, do some like weird ambient shit in the background while yeah. I read read poetry. And if he's not into it, guess who else would be? Yeah. Um, Leonard. Leonard. Exactly. Our Australian friend. Exactly. Our <laughs> aboriginal friend. We could have him play the didgeridoo in the background. Oh, for fucking... <laughs> 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 fucking Leonard. But no, did you like that? Seriously, you just no, opened I up and really, read it. No, I really like it. No. Scott, so you have a you have a real talent, dude, for right. real. And I started reading his his uh, his book, his little novel, "Play the Devil." Play and, the um, devil. It. Um, I just read a handful of pages, but I was already hooked to it. It's like it's like I sat down. I went, you know, I'm going to read. But you know why I didn't read it more? Because because, because you're reading the Celestine prophecy. I, I gave you an assignment to make sure you finish the Celestine prophecy right by Wednesday. Right, and, so, uh, and you still have that. And right? I'm going to say this right now. Yeah, I forgot how good it was, how well it was written, and I want a woman like Charlene 
already. Now, I don't know if Charlene turns into a bit fucking bitch at the end. I don't think she does, if I recall. I don't, I don't think so. No, she doesn't. But the dude is into her and the way he looks at her and the way he thinks about her. And when he first, when he first meets her again at a yeah. restaurant early on, it's like, yeah, I can I, I identify with that. Absolutely. I want a Charlene. I, I think we all would like a Charlene. But Celestine right. Prophecy is one of those books that um, I feel like nobody really talks about anymore. Yeah. Uh, because it made it, it made. It was kind of a huge hit in like around 96, 97. I, I don't remember how I how I learned about it. I just don't. I, I Mine was my dad. And we talked about this uh, a yeah, couple episodes ago. And, and uh, I do have to touch on the fact that I spent $9, $12, something like that on that book. And it's used. That's a uh, high price for a used paperback. Yeah. Okay. But I wanted it. So I ordered that, and then I ordered the uh, Way of the Peaceful Warrior. So the deal and, is, I'm sorry, go ahead. And then we went to remember we went to uh, Zia Records up in Vegas. I guess yeah. And I found it for fucking three dollars. I found Celestine Prophecy for three dollars. Wow. It was like, well, about three or four hours after I ordered it on Amazon, and, uh, and it said already it was already shipping. I was like, God, we should have bought it anyway because you only bought one copy. Because the deal is, I'm going to read it, then you're going to read it. Yeah, right. And then we're going to because I'm reading it. Way of the Peaceful Warrior. You're we're reading that now, so we're going to yeah. swap. We're swap. We're yeah. into swapping. Yeah, because they're about the yeah we're. <laughs> Paul and I are Paul and I are so single. We don't wife swap. We book swap. It's book swap. Yeah, and, and actually, when we here, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to have it in my hand. Something he's going to have. We're going to just slowly yeah. swap, kind of, kind of, kind of reluctantly, but also enthusiastically. Reluctantly. Oh yeah, that's that's going to happen while touching each other's private parts. We're going to bang our stinky parts together while we swap books. We could open the books and then kind of. Stop. Scissor the. B- We're not going to scissor the books. <laughs> I don't think that. Uh, I can't. Yes, you don't think that. I don't think James Redfield and and and, and uh, uh, Dan Millman would appreciate that. I'll bet it's never happened before. No I, I, oh, man, everything about our, everything sexual has already been done. That's why people. Are you telling me that those books have been scissored before? I'm sure they have been. I have no doubt in my mind. <laughs> anyway, are we okay? We kind of say, how, about how about we? Can we let's, can let's we take a break? break. I need I need a refill, and you need to dump out that shitty drink. Oh my god, this drink! I, yeah. I just can't. It's just, people should see his face when he takes a drink of it. It's really bad. It's like he's taking a shot in the mouth. I would rather. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. He loves that. Go. Is that later? I hope. Can we do that? I'm gonna shot in the mouth. No. What yeah. kind of music are we gonna listen to on this one? Huh? Oh, that's what a good shot in the heart, and you're to blame. That's not going to happen. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'll come up with some of the folks. Listen to some music. We'll be back with more cartoon casual. American by birth and Southern by the grace of God means that everything I do, I do it right. In California, you can go and have your fun, but down here I got a list of what I like. Eating tater tots and pussy, sucking Mountain Dew and tits. Kick my grandpa in his nutsack, and I suck my boss's dick. Fuck my cousin in her asshole before I finish on her tits. Then I shoot my neighbor's cat, I love that redneck shit. Fell off, that's a sticker on a back shirt, but it's also a tattoo inked on my dick. 
Taking pictures of my mama while she's trying to take a shit Then I'm throwing rocks at cripples and I laugh when they get hit Pull my picker out in Walmart then I pop my sister's zip Checking off my neighbor's dog, I love it redneck shit Go ahead and start now. <laughs> yeah, you told me to go ahead and hit the button. Hit the fucking button. I think that's. I think that's what uh, Kevin said. Uh, I did a couple weeks ago. He said, hit the fucking button. Hey, I'm going to. Oh, it's uh, now. I got a number. All right, we're going to talk real quick. I want to promote the uh, bend and bruise because I think it's. Uh, I think people have a misconception about yoga, uh, and I'd really like to dispel as much of that as possible. I just like the yoga pants. It's yeah. Oh, I love the yoga pants. I mean, even on the guys, like sometimes you can't tell from behind. Yeah, sometimes really you're looking right. at a guy with longer hair. Just you don't know it's a guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, just like grab or slap their ass. Absolutely, because they're all. And, firm. and then when you do, and then you have a, a like an like an accidental hookup. It's really awkward. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, no what are you hookup? gonna do? You're not gonna slip, trip, and be all <laughs> and gargle balls. <laughs> Which, shout out to people out there that love. Yeah, shout out to the folks who love to gargle balls. Speaking of, <laughs> Julia brought that up yesterday. <laughs> She's like, you guys went straight from being informative to talking about gargling balls. Jules, that's what we do on this podcast. And I think I made a comment of, don't you ever listen to our show? Yeah, have you, or yeah I think you said, like, what, have you never listened to an episode? I'm like, hey, listen to one and a half. That was a terrible impersonation, sorry. She doesn't but really sound offensive. like that at all. She really doesn't. I'm not sure what she sounds like. She sounds like. So yeah, there's this thing. Blackbridge Brewery hosts, uh, in conjunction with uh, True North, True North Yoga, Yoga, they uh, sanction, sanction, host an event called Bend and Brews. And it's basically just beer and yoga. And it's hosted yoga. We don't have a cost at the moment. Yes, but we I, do. Uh, oh, do we? Uh-huh. How much is it? It is uh, $25. $25. Which includes two beers. Two beers. So $25 and you get instructor-led yoga, which is a, cl- a yoga class is a little bit about that. It's going to be about $15, $20 anyway. Right. So for $25, you get two Blackbridge beers. And if you show up and you don't have your own mat or something like that, they bring you. They have some for you. Did they really? So, oh, absolutely. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've not been able to attend because I know this sounds really weird, but I've been practicing yoga for probably eight years, seven years off and on. Uh, more regularly in the past two years, and it's I realize the people that know me, they're like, "But Joe, you're fat and not female." Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, it really doesn't matter. It's right. it it is a great way one to wake up. Like, it really it's just a good way to stretch, kind of open yourself up and get ready for the day. And when I when I do that, when I do yoga before I go to work at night at the hospital, I don't need any caffeine to stay awake until probably midnight. And right. I'm doing this yoga at like five o'clock in the afternoon. So now, it's honestly, great. how often do you do yoga? Seriously, four times a week. Okay, 
Yeah. Like, like every like, other day kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so this is, uh, um, they had, I think, one so far, isn't that correct? Was I think two. it was the first one. Two. two. Yeah. This next one is July 9th. Um, at Black Ridge Brewery, and you can buy your tickets. It's probably a Sunday, I think. If we look at the calendar, I'm, this is to make sure uh, it's a Sunday. Yes, yeah, yeah. Are you sure yeah. it is? Yes, yes. And it basically starts when the brewery basically closes. And basically it's like a private event. Four thirty, five o'clock. It's, oh. a, it's an event. You're not going to be doing yoga in front of people sitting at the bar. Yeah, yeah. Guys not, like scratching their belly button, kind of get in there. Just get in there. Yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe, yeah, get in there in that downward facing dog. Yeah. Like, <laughs> We talked about that. It's fucking terrible. So yeah, it's July. July but it's, so 9th. it's private. You don't. Yeah. You don't have to do that. It's going to be everybody that's there is going to be doing yoga. Twenty five bucks, um, July 9th. And, and if you've uh, never done yoga before, there are people that are sold on it. Man, it's great. It's great for your joints. It's great for your muscles. It's it just it's good all around, and you will feel better afterwards. Yeah, Even yeah, though it might be sweaty and it might hurt at the time when you're done. You feel like you did a workout. Right. You feel great. And there's a reason why this shit has been going on for like 4,000 years. Like it's really fucking old. It's a really old practice. It's older It's older than any current practice religion other than maybe Judaism. Right. Like that's how long yoga has been going wrong. Like for on. Jews. Wow. Yeah. Judaism. <laughs> anyway, not that it's a religion. I'm just saying it's been around for that fucking long. And it hasn't right. changed that much other than, you know, just like you're like middle-aged white women doing it all the time which is fine right i'm glad you're doing it you should be doing that instead of eating at fucking chilies but i don't want to get off on the rant about chilies because I, I i've done that in the past like five podcasts but anyway yeah you have so it's I a have. it's a good event i'm get, trying to get some more information as we yeah. speak right now and blackbridge uh, brewery ben and brews july 9th. july 9th at about 5 five thirty. so it's gonna be put on get uh, your tickets before yeah it's a, a jamie scott steely jamie dash scott damie jamie not there's dash. zero hyphen in there's there. no hyphen no we talk hyphen. about this she okay. gets pissed at me because I, I asked her i'm like do you capitalize the hyphen do you spell hyphen out do you like is the thick hyphen? yeah do you She's go like, jamie and then h y p h no i just had to there i don't do you spell it out it's or it's like uh on my phone i have uh julia's you know i got a hyphenated last name so i told her i it's not only is it all in caps uh because my caps lock was on when i put it on my phone i decided to go back and put in a spelled out hyphen so when i get a text from her <laughs> it takes up the entire fucking screen on my phone that's funny so it says it says julia hyphen 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 you know anyway all right, so so get some yoga in your so jamie system. scott steely who happens to also be a a, a member of the city council she is. I'm kidding. Yeah. I knew that. I yeah. voted for. Uh, she's uh, an instructor. She has her 200-hour uh, certificate. That's badass. Yeah, she's That's a, great. so she will be the one. I guess they kind of change it up every time, or maybe people volunteer to to do it. And um, yeah, and uh, she's going to be the um, the leader, the instructor, the whatever, the yo yoga yogite. What do you call the person that's up there? The yoga, yogi. the yogi. Yeah, I think. Or no, so yogi is someone who practices. It's yogi, it's yogi the bear. No, Yogi Yogi is a person who practices hey, yoga. God damn it. <laughs> Are you oppressing me? I'm just kidding. You oppressor. So Yogi the Bear so will be up there. Yogi the Bear. So I, what I understand is Jamie Scott Steely will be dressed up in a Yogi the Bear outfit. That's what I understand. The front of, that's what it, the way it works. Actually, I'm going to get some yoga pants that have that are Yogi the Bear print. <laughs> It'll be Yogi the Bear on one leg. And yep. then Yogi Berra on the other. <laughs> oh my god! And then and then like a big oh. a, a big like a big uh, picture of uh, uh, Mahatma Gandhi right in the middle on the back or my ass on your butt. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's what he was all about. So fucking yeah, he was all about fucking tight butts and sweaty nuts. <laughs> anyway, so I was complaining so, though because I remember because I I kind of fucked up my elbow. I you fucked did. up my elbow. I know. 
And I'm thinking, I'm not going to do it. Because everybody was going, you're going to do it next time. I said, I'll do it. And then I said, I'm not going to do it. I think it would be good for you. And then I fucked it up. And I'm going, I, I can't. How am I going to do I'm going to be standing around drinking a beer with my right arm, which is good, and doing no yoga with my body because my left elbow is fucked up. Why don't you and push then, through it and just do some gentle, modified Well, the, Jamie asanas. said that she can she can figure that out. Bingo. Jamie, see, here's the thing. You're you're coming up with all these ways to not do it. Right. And Jamie just came up with a solution for you to do it. I think it. she's lying to me. No, I, I think she knows more than you about yoga. I don't think... Oh, well, maybe so. Yeah. <laughs> she knows about yoga like you know about composite aircraft. No, 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 now, right now, now you're talking, that's bullshit right there, buddy. <laughs> Is it? I learned the first year I started working on composite aircraft, I know more about that than she knows about yoga right okay, now. Okay, that's that's all fine and dandy, but here's the thing. She does the whole practice, the whole thing. What do you mean the whole thing? Oh, she eats right, and she probably, oh. uh, she, you know, and, and all, the whole, you know, the whole the yoga whole mentality, the whole thing. She's a full package yogi. You don't eat. I've never even seen you eat Swiss cheese, but you'll work on Swiss gliders. What the fuck is that all about? <laughs> you think you're that? So, so wait a minute. So, so do you want me to actually? If I'm working on a Swiss glider, I should eat Swiss, Swiss cheese at the cheese, same time. Swiss beer. You should be hanging out with some chick named fucking Heidi. There's now a there's a Czechoslovakian glider in there right now. Actually, that, that, oh that, yeah, yeah. What what are the checks? Uh, what are the uh, uh, like, sausages and beer? Like rice the, checks or corn checks? Uh, oh motherfucker! <laughs> gonna be eating out there. Did you just make a dad joke? I did. You bad. I'm not even a dad. As far as I, I know, got, ha, ha, I got a glider from the Czech Republic. I make some rice checks. Wait, wait, is it Czech Republic or is it Czechoslovakia? Well, it'll, How be, the, a glider? it'll be the uh, the Czech Republic. The, the Czech Republic? Czech Republic. The Czech Republic. The rice it's newer-ish, so it's going to be Czech Republic. You fucking rice checks, corn checks. I know it's bad. It was horrible. Forget I said that. Oh, Just fucking bleep that out. Was, uh, no, I'm not going to bleep it out. I'm going to turn it fucking volume. So what is going to be a Czech food? I want to know what I should see. What you're saying? Uh, what you're saying is I'm working on a German glider. I should have. I, I should have a, a bratwurst. You no, know, but there's a Czech version of bratwurst that's like a like a knockwurst, and I can't think of what it's called. I've had it, right? I can't think of it. But I was going to say um, the original Budweiser. Oh, that's true. It is, is from the Czech is, Republic. Is Czech Republic. Yeah, yeah. In Budvar. fact, every Budvar. Yeah, Budvar. Yeah, yeah, Budvar is what they is how they uh, have to sell it in certain countries. Yeah, because. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this, but Budweiser is a beer that's uh, manufactured, I think, in toilets. But I, I'm not positive. I'm pretty sure uh, it's the it, worst part of China that where they make uh, China, lead China. acid batteries next door. Yeah, no shit. They make iPhones there, and they make lead acid batteries, and then they make Budweiser. I think all the, in the that water order. they use are the iPhone employees that are jumping out, committing just, suicide, and yeah, falling into the river. I wonder if the the Budweiser employees are. You know, committing suicide. Nah, I'm probably fucking drunk off of. But Budvar, my father went went over there and had actually some original Bud Budvar, and he's pretty fucking good. It's it's not what we have here. It's well, Pilsen were Pils uh, Pils beer. Pilsen, Pils the town of Pilsen, where Pilsner comes from, is in the Czech Republic. They know their fizzy yellow beer, and they fucking know it really well. And Budvar is very very good. Yeah, but if you go to most countries in the world, you can buy it as Budweiser, right? And that's just that's just anyway. Oh, I mean, that's what you should be drinking. So, long story short, yeah. you're working on a Czech glider. Republic. Czech, 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 just check, just check, a Czech glider. Yeah, you should be drinking Budweiser. Okay. No, that's not what I'm saying. Oh, no, you're drinking Budvar, and uh, and and there's the it's some sort of sausage. I know they fucking eat like it. Because Europeans and their sausages. Well, the Czech Republic is uh, is real close to it's like part of Bavaria. Like it, it was part of Bavaria at one point. But anyway. it's one of the countries that Hitler just fucking ran the fuck yes. over. So what I'm saying just is, drove into it. Jamie knows more about yoga that's the and the teachings line. than you do about. We're gonna find out. 
Because if I get fucked up out out of this, I'm going to start raising some hell. Oh man, I would trust her. She knows what she's doing. Timmy, t- Timmy's a is a is an instructor, and he has now he's up to like over 500 hours of instruction time or something. Really in in Hawaii? Uh, well, is between he here and, oh. and Hawaii, but uh, okay. uh, Oahu, he's on Oahu. Yeah. Um, and he and I did some yoga at his place a while back, and uh, I he, he's like he knows how fat I am and how to shape I am, and he's like it doesn't matter. Like if you just ease yourself into it, it doesn't matter what your size is or your strength or anything like that. It's paying attention to your body and listening to your instructor. Like, but half the reason he was going there was for the chicks, though. I think. Oh, for Christ's sake! <laughs> or maybe he was trying to get himself centered right in the universe. Oh, right? Okay, and that's, then that's what he was but doing. the chicks are nice, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Bro, it's not true okay. actually because I asked him that too, and he's like, I'm not getting into yoga for the chicks. And I was like, Okay, are you sure? And he's like, Yeah, bro, I'm not doing that. <laughs> okay. He's like, No, he, he said, No, it's about getting my mind centered and my mind right. And he, he, he's the one that told me, He's like, You do certain asanas and you get to a certain point where your mind is so hyper focused that it kind of freaks some people out, especially people like him. He's like that, I'm like that with the. He's been diagnosed. I've never been diagnosed with like an ADHD kind of spectrum kind of thing. And I, I like, man, I'll do like, I'll do, oh, I'll do like, th- like thirty minutes of yoga is a lot for me. Right. I'll usually do maybe fifteen or twenty. But if I just go full bore and decide to do, you know, a, a long session, it's weird for me to be focused for that long, uh, for that length of time. No, it's it's, on it's, it's a it's a discipline you have to really learn. It kind of helps you clear your mind yeah. if you have to focus. It's it really is. It's just like it. You do a couple, uh, you know, a couple positions here, and then a couple more, and then you add more and, and more and more. And, and there's no in theory, there's no distractions, right? Because you're not fucking up with your and fucking up, not fucking around with your phone. Your you're not phone gets this. turned off. No one not, else is coming. Hey, what's going on? They're not bothering you. No, I don't. You're doing your. I don't thing. go to True North Yoga. Like I don't go and do yoga. I've right. never done it at a studio before. The closest thing to doing that is like me and Timmy and Oz and somebody else did it. Uh, we're, we're at Timmy's apartment. That's the closest thing to a class let or class yoga class I've ever done. Um, I do. I there's a YouTube channel that I follow, okay. which sounds kind of stupid. No, but no, no. There are a couple good ones. I understand. When I, mean, I showed it to uh, Timmy, he's like, "Oh shit, man! This this this, this lady really knows." Legit. She's, yeah, she's. Do you remember which legit. one it is? Because there's several. Yoga with Adrian. Adrian, Adrian. like the the I, girl's name. A-D-R-I-E-N-E. I think that's the one I was told about. I think I remember that one being told about that one. Man, if you just if you go to Yoga with Adrian, you go to her YouTube channel, and you sort. Like you look at her videos and you sort by playlist, uh-huh. you can go with beginner yoga. And it says start at the you know you start at the beginning and it really is just basic, like almost like calisthenics, like okay. you're like you're in sixth grade gym class, right? And and minor stretches and then you just ease into it and then they have she does the what I like about her is that she'll put together a, a group of of poses that. Um, like she'll she'll call it uh, um, uh, yoga for hangovers, <laughs> and it, honestly, what it is is it, it it's just it's um, she says to do it outside if it's warm, or go to the hottest place in your house so you can sweat. Talking about like hot yoga then, like, well, not not quite. Uh, what is it? Uh, Bikram yoga, which where it's like 130 degrees or oh, whatever wow. in a fucking room. No, it's it's more like you're gonna do some poses that are tough that will make you work up a sweat. And then, uh, but she also does a lot of stuff that really wrenches your gut so that afterward, and she's so sweet and so nice about it. She goes, and if you have to get up and take a bowel movement in, in the middle of this, that's okay too, because you drank your ass off last night. <laughs> she's so soothing and she's such a good instructor. But then she'll say, well, because you drank your ass off last night 
and all those sugary vodka drinks, they're going to come out your anus. And then she'll go into like this some weird pose, and you're like, "Up, oh, I gotta, go. I gotta go, I gotta go now." Okay, I have a question. Okay, now, this is a serious question. You think I'm just not being serious? I'm being serious. No, I, 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 I don't question your sincerity. So most women that are in in reasonably good shape. Oh, we're gonna get in trouble now. No, okay. no, 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 or not. Whatever. Hey, round is a shape, Paul. They they wear yoga pants when they're doing yoga. What do most men wear? Uh, they can wear. I've seen them wear the same. But do they nor I think I've seen men not wear shorts, mostly shorts, yoga pants. Shorts and a t-shirt. Okay. Yeah. But would the uh, seasoned uh, male yoga guy wear yoga pants? I don't fucking know, man. I don't go to classes. I know that I've seen men wear yoga pants. I wonder what I I've should seen, wear. I've, I've, I've I'm going to go. Timmy always wore, anytime he was instructing a class, he always wore um, uh, his heart on his sleeve. No, he, he always wore... Like basketball shorts and okay. a loose fitting t shirt. Okay. Or like a dry like a dry dry tech or like a uh, like those, the, the um, loose like spandex kind of the but are super loose. Sure. That wick moisture, like something okay. like that. Because that because you will sweat, you'll sweat your fucking ass off. Like it, it, people anybody who wants to shit on yoga that does any any form of exercise has never done yoga because they couldn't fucking last a second. Yeah, you wanna know why people do that? Because you know who does yoga? It's the hippies and communists. Clearly, the hippies and communists. <laughs> That's what it is, though. Really think about it. That's what a lot of people that I'm are sure a lot of people probably in this that. town. There's a lot of people that are hard right wing that would never do yoga because they think it's just a bunch of dope smoking hippies. And you know what? A bunch of dope smoking hippies. God damn it! That is fucking. It's it's spot on accurate. No, That's what right. they think. But here's the thing. One of the examples I give when people uh, like I, I get a lot of people that come into the brewery when I'm bartending. That make a mention of the fact, like, man, I, I'm, I, I grew up here, and I'm just now coming back to visit my folks or something like that. And they haven't been to Kingman in ten years. Are blown away by what's going on downtown, which it, I, I, with good right, they should be blown yes. away. And so I always tell them, I said, yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Like, if you would have told me ten years ago that there would be a, uh, maybe say we'll say twelve years ago, if if you would have told me that there was there was going to be a Barbecue joint, a brewery, a beer and wine bar, another brewery going in, you know, tap, you know, tap house, Italian a yoga resident, place, and then a pizza and, and place. I always throw the yoga and the yoga yeah. studio. Yeah. I would have laughed in your fucking face and said, right. "You are high off your ass if you think that shit's going in." And I think if you actually add up all the things, I, I don't want to do this right now because I don't feel like it. But I think there's like almost ten things that have gone in the last seven or eight years. I think there's, actually, if you add them, I up. think there's been ten things that have gone in over the past five years. Right. I mean, we really could, you really could quickly add them up. Yeah. Because in the past five years, I believe would be, uh, uh, no, never mind. I'm not going to do it. But yeah, in the past five years, there's been about 10 different stores that have stores, some sort of outlet, some sort of thing has opened up in downtown Kingman, and it's amazing. I fucking love it. During the past eight years, guess how many new aviation businesses moved to the airport? Oh, God damn it. Are we going off on this? No, no. Nope. In the past eight years, zero. zero. Yeah. That's all I want to say. Yeah. How many have left? Several. Yeah. So there there's, a, there's a net negative. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway. So downtown, it needs some help downtown with city help to make some new cool scapes and some new like public common places, things well, like I, that. I, I, a little birdie told me, the birdie, what's the birdie's name? Uh, Kingman Daily Miner mm-hmm. told me that things are going to get a lot easier to uh, build and to open got businesses rid of some, because there was something. someone's career was evaporated. And I'm and I'm, I'm it needs to happen a few more. Places. I'm not going to say his name out loud, but you people that are in the know, you know. And yep. I personally heard and saw him be obstructive. 
he was bad for business. He was bad for yep. the city. He was bad for the town. Yep. I'm sorry if he lost his retirement, and I'm I'm sorry about all that stuff, and that makes his life really really rough. But he shouldn't shouldn't have been a dick. There are several more places I'm not just talking about it here. What I'm personally connected to, but there's several other people and places that need to happen the same thing. Need, it needs to happen. Yeah, it's it's all obstructionist politics bullshit, yep. and, and it's really stupid. All right, so I'm going back getting up. past that. Yeah, so there we go. Go to the go to the uh, yoga Ben and, and Bruce and Bruce on July. And even if you yeah. can't go to Ben and Bruce, man, just get on get on YouTube yep. and look, check out Yoga with Adrian. Yep. And and honestly, like it really is. You can you can just do something as simple as just stretching a little bit. And all you people that wake up, you know, all you people that are over the age of 30 that wake up with lower back pain or you have hip pain because you have a shitty bed or whatever, try doing some yoga. Don't even, don't buy a yoga mat. Don't buy anything stupid like that. Get yourself a a cushion off the couch, like a throw pillow, put it under your butt, sit Indian style, cross-legged in front of the YouTube, like YouTube TV or on your iPad or something like that and follow the instructions. I guarantee you, eat five minutes, you'll feel better. And the thing, I, I, the thing is, if you do something for um, what's the deal? Six, seven weeks, nine weeks, eight weeks, four weeks. There's some sort of thing. If you do it every day, in in the beginning, yoga, as you're talking, because I looked at that a while back and I did some of it. It's not complicated, but you will get you'll, you'll turn into a habit, and then you will look forward to it, and you will be a different, better person. Absolutely, do it. Period. This is not a self help podcast. It's uh, not uh, at all. Uh, I do have to give out a, a, a quick shout out to Caller, the, we're, we're listening. Caller, we're listening. Welcome to The Night Shift with Joe and Paul. We like to help. We like to hold your hand. No, I'm done. I can't, okay. I can't, I can't even fake that shit. I can't. I, try, I tried to fake it and it just didn't even happen. But you want to do a shout out? No, I want, then I wanted to no, back up real uh, quick. But Double you D Podcast. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I think we forgot to last week. They have more grinder followers now than anybody. It's crazy. It's Those guys are hooking up. Unbelievable. They're hooking up behind dumpsters and shit. If you look, the word, if you look up grinder, it's now on the... Uh, <laughs> If you look up the word grinder, it says C double D podcast. Exactly. That's how big it's getting for them. Ray Diaz. Fantastic. Oh, God. I had so much burping. What did you do? Oh, yeah, you, oh, oh, man. Well. What are you drinking? What are you drinking I'm now? I'm actually drinking um, Odell Brewing Company's Brombeer. 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 Bro- um, really? Blackberry Gosa, which is delicious. Who bought that? Who brought that? Uh, that was Sarah Ferry. Thanks, Sarah Bear. Thank you, sir. I think I just drank your last Gosa. You know what I'm drinking? Anyway. I'm drinking like a college or a high school kid's drink right now. Oh, what, what did I say? It's a, it's like if uh, some poor college kid wants a, a, a wants a, a a screwdriver but can't afford orange juice. Right. So you've got vodka and, and sun-kissed. sun-kissed. Yay. <laughs> I just, here's what happened. The, the whole uh, uh, ginger ale thing with the Pepsi, Pepsi ginger ale, the evil just, company. just failed me. And um, I did taste it, folks. It was gross. And yeah. truth be told, I tasted the ginger ale even though Paul likes it. I was not a huge fan because well, it still kind of has almost like a cola flavor to there's it. There's something in it that's not quite right. So I'm going to try uh, Tim's ginger ale, which I don't have right here, but I'm going to try that with Tito's. I know I've had that before and yeah. it's very, very good. Oh, it's delicious. Um, but I wanted to back up a little bit. We talked about this before and now now that I've read through some of Celestine Prophecy, because we're going to talk about this mm. next uh, episode probably. For those of you that are just tuning in, we talked about how I just recently got back into reading and now I've kind of uh, jerked Paul into it. You did. So we agreed to... Uh, and I'm enjoying uh, get it. Get a couple books. Right away, I'm enjoying I'm turning shit off, and I'm reading. I'm going, I used to really fucking like this. Why did I deny myself? I, I, I tried to do that yesterday, but I'll tell you why in a second why I couldn't. But okay. I 
uh, did wake up this morning and read a little bit of my assignment. I assigned Paul's Celestine Prophecy to he be did. done. Because I read it years ago and I enjoyed it. And he goes, hey, let's just do that. Let's just read that. It's not that long. At the same, around the same time, my dad gave me a book called Way of the Peaceful Warrior by Dan Millman, which is still to this day one of my favorite books, but I haven't read it in about 10 years. I watched the movie uh, the other day, which is not a great movie. Like, eh, I don't know. It's got, uh, it's got Scotty from uh, Euro Trip. That guy, Scotty doesn't know, like that guy. Right. I can't think of that guy. But it's, but, but, Socrates, which you'll read the, when you read the books. Socrates is played by Nick Nolte. But anyway, so like I can't wait to read this book. I'm gonna I'm gonna blow. I'll probably go and I might just go home and read it tonight. But w- with the fact, what we said was what we're gonna do is we'll each read those books and then swap them and yeah. then swap them. Then we'll talk about the podcast in a couple of weeks. And um, we also talked about and I and I'm beginning to think now because you brought it up. I, I remember kind of what it was about, and then we talked about ayahuasca. And then now I'm reading it with that in my mind, thinking because they don't talk about the drug in this book, but they talk about these these uh, these manuscripts right. and this thing, how it changes your life about 600 years ago, blah blah blah. And I'm going because you mentioned that it may be a metaphor. It could be a metaphor. I'm for thinking, holy fuck! Now now it's in my head. It's planted in my brain. I'm reading all this, going. So far, that's kind of what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Without really running into it, what year was uh, what year was Celestine Prophecy? I, Here you know what? Joe. I didn't oh, become a, I didn't become aware of it until the mid '90s. Okay, so the question or, is: While you're looking that up, and let's think about this and talk about this. How? When did regular, sort of regular people start becoming aware of oh, ayahuasca? What do you mean? Okay, well, Celestine Prophecy was published in 1993. Okay, so early '90s. So I didn't hit it, and I didn't touch upon it until like '97. Okay, did, were anyway, you aware of of ayahuasca yes. in '93? Yes. Well, ninety three. I don't know about ninety three. I was twelve. Okay, give me a so break. so that's that's not fair. I but I'm, what I'm just saying I want because now it's, it's I, on okay, people's lips it, more now. We're more aware of it. People. I was aware of, aware of tribal societies taking hallucinogen, hallucinogens or psychoactive, uh, what are what are called entheogens. Okay. Um, I was aware of that probably ninety five or so. Okay. And the reason for that is my dad gave me a book that really kind of changed my perspective on everything. Was the electric Kool Aid acid test? Oh, uh, yes. by uh, uh, what's his face, uh, uh, Tom uh, Wolf. Uh, yeah, I uh, about that. Ken Kesey and the Merry Pranksters and all that. Talk stuff. about my buddy and my good friend in uh, Auburn University. Shout out to Mike Kinman. Yeah, uh, holler. <laughs> anyway, so I was aware that that was going that that was a thing that was going on in, in a lot of tribal societies, and the fact that if we got back, that if humans, if more uh, quote unquote civilized humans got back to that, then there would be a lot less civil strife and. Uh, civil wars and well, that, that's that's kind of what this shit. is talking about in the beginning, and then it talks about how this um, this manuscript came out like six hundred years ago. So now I'm wondering, how long do they can they prove that these ayahuasca or fucking around with these hallucinogens was going on? Is it about six hundred years ago? I just in the Americas, wonder. it's going to be way longer than that. Okay, it's, it's probably two thousand years. Okay, least. well yeah. we don't we'll have to look that up. I'm just wondering. Just I don't wondering. have to. I don't have to look that up. I, I know. Fine. That, like that's a yeah. But I'm still wondering if it's a metaphor for that. I don't know. So anyway, but it yeah. could be a great. I, I agree with you. It could be a, a fantastic metaphor for antigens. And we talked about this, and we're going to talk about it more because. But I don't recall, and you said there is not any reference to this in the book. None. And there, so, there it takes place in most of the novel uh, takes place in Peru, right? And with these you, priests and these these shaman kind of people, and you would think that there would be some some action, reference in there. And there's none. There's now that none. I think about it. So I wonder if maybe it is a metaphor for it. 
here's the thing, people. You got a few weeks. We got maybe three weeks before we start talking about this on the podcast in depth. So get on it. So get on it. the Celestine Prophecy. It's by James Redfield. It's not that it's maybe a few it's hundred pages long. Easy it's not read. Small it's print. like maybe two hundred and fifty pages by paperback. It's right. paperback. It's not really that long of a, a book, but it is pretty profound and has some weird. There's a little bit of weird New Agey stuff, but I mean, if you're well, put, let's put it this way: If you're hardcore uh, religious in any way, shape, or form, you're not listening to this goddamn podcast. No, you're like, not. That's not. You're already offended. And you're gonna be. You're already offended, and like I don't. I can, I'm never gonna listen to this again. Which is fine. I have no problem. I hope Pat Roberts has it. Like, Remember, I mentioned. I, I, I think I made a post um, in on my personal Facebook page saying that my grandfather. This is so true that my grandfather said that you can sometimes judge how well you're doing in the world by the people that don't like you, that hate you. That's absolutely true. And I agree with that 100% because someone pointed out to me, they said, yeah, but people could say they like you and that's just as good as the ones don't like you. No, and I'll tell you why. And you know this because someone that gloms onto you or pretends to like you can be just using you to get information or get something out of you. That's that's but, something that's so you don't, about yourself as well. Right, so you don't know if they really like you or not. But if someone proclaims and you know they fucking disdain or hate you, that's probably true. Yeah. So in other words, you you can use that more accurately as a judgment of and Absolutely. I'm a, there are certain people in this town that don't like me and the people that I know and I'm not going to talk about I am very happy about that. Well, yeah, and that's what I tell people too is that I I don't I don't feel like I have a long list of people that don't like me, but the people that don't like me really fucking hate me. Right. Like they really and you're probably okay like with me. who these people are. And I, I I mean I really am. Like there's people I know that I've like I've really tried my best to go back and kind of correct or right the wrongs that I've got, which I don't have a lot, but I have a few. But there's people that just they just don't they just do not like me. They don't like my attitude. They don't like they don't like the fact that I'm I'm jovial, that I can talk to anybody, that have these social skills, whatever, whatever talents I may have. That people I don't mean to talk about fucking, that. Yeah, I don't you know, you're really sick like of you. You want to be less talented. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> they they don't they what for whatever reason people don't like me. There's very few, but the ones that do, it's so oh, extreme. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. It's it's funny because our our good buddy Jeremiah uh was and I were talking about this just today. He goes, "Man, I ran into so and so. Man, that guy fucking hates you." And I was like, "He hates me? Like why?" Like I said, like fuck his wife or girlfriend or something stupid or his mom or Maybe something stupid like that. Yeah, it's not like I did I didn't wrong the guy. Right. I was like, "Why does he hate you? Why does he hate me so much?" I don't know. He just he does. Oh, there wasn't an answer. He he, he yeah, that's that's what did he say? I said uh, this uh, fucking Joe's an asshole. And I'm like, I'm an asshole. I'm an asshole. Right. Just in general. Can you please explain to me what time, at what point I was an asshole to him? And I asked him, I asked Jeremiah, I was like, when was I ever an asshole? He's like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't I don't really value that or cherish that guy's opinion. And it's fine. I'm like, but still, it still it kind of bugs me or it used that shit used to really bug me. But yes. the older I get, the less I give a shit about those people. It's interesting because that, that's what happens more and more and more because you, you eventually... I'm going to rob this from Jerry Maguire early on. Um, and this, you know, certain movies, I'm telling you, we talked about this before, I think. I, I, there are movies that really mean something to me. I think there is a, a group of people out there that watch the movies and they see it and they like it or they don't like it, but then they just kind of leave it. For whatever reason, there are certain lines or certain movies that really sink in yeah. and I let them affect me. And I kind of like that part about me. I really do because it, whatever. But there's a line early on, Jerry Maguire, where he said, he wasn't. I'm gonna fuck this up. God dang it! And he said um, he wasn't happy with his with his life. He, this is early on when he was going through his struggles before he wrote this little manuscript, his little little thesis thing. He said, yeah. "I I wasn't happy with my place in the world, or something, or something yeah. very similar to that." Yeah, no, I know. Exactly and that about. line, I remember when I first saw it, I said, "God, that means a lot." I mean, really think about it. 
because once you're comfortable in your skin, you are at that point you're you're okay or you're happy with your place in the world. Yeah, it really what is. Does that mean? It, it becomes like an ability. It's kind of like, and then there's certain movies like I said, like like you just said, that just sit heavy with you. And one of my favorites is because um, I'm a sappy cocksucker. Uh, is Dan in real life? You ever heard of that? Little I have, but I have movie? not. I've not seen it. No. Steve yeah. Carell. There's a what's that fucking uh, Dane Dane no, Cook? No, I remember. I remember this movie, but I never saw it. But it, it's you know it's about a, a father who who's I, I think his his wife died when the his three daughters were like his oldest daughter was like maybe six. Wow. So then he's got like a four year old and like a two year old. He's got to do, he's he's gotta do the whole thing now. So then he's got to, exactly, he's all by himself. He writes a, a column. He's got these three daughters. One of them, they're kind of grown up. The one's like, it's like 16, 13, like 10 or something like that. And the 16 year old, like they go, they have a family. Uh, they, all, everybody goes from New York City where he lives and then they, they go to the family cottage or whatever in, uh, in I think in Rhode Island for Thanksgiving. And, and it's a whole week long process. And, Part of the subplot is like this guy Dan who meets this woman in the bookstore, and he Dan's a writer, and they hit it off, and it's great. I don't want to spoil any of it, but what ends up happening is is that later on, uh, one of the daughters, the teenage, the the, the like sixteen year old, mm-hmm. has this boyfriend who she was upset because she couldn't spend Thanksgiving. She wanted to stay behind and have Thanksgiving with him. He ended up taking a bus from New York up to uh, Rhode Island and just kind of shows up. And the dad's like, this is fucking bullshit. Like, da, da, da. And the guy's, the kid says, you don't understand. I love her. And he goes, you don't even understand what love is. You, you're not old enough. What do you say? You're not old enough to be in love or know what it's talking about. And he goes, no, I am. And he goes, you don't even know what love feels like. And he goes, love isn't a feeling. It's an ability. True. And that thought, I, it was like a punch to the fucking gut. Yeah. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Because if you're if you're uh, in a committed relationship with somebody and you love somebody, the sky's the fucking limit. Those are the people that are fear, fearless because right. they know for a fact that even if they they go out and they put themselves out there and they're vulnerable, da, 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 whatever whatever happens, whether they're uh, they open up a business and it fails, or they are in a band and they suck one night, or they da, 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 they always have somebody that's like, no, nah, it's fine, I, right. it's cool, right? You know, it's some fine. kind of you're, sounding you're board that's solid, that's that's on your team, yeah. and, that you and know is on your team. Love's not a feeling; it's an ability. And allows right. you to overcome all sorts of shit. And I fucking love that concept, and that's why I absolutely love that movie. And that's why that movie, I think it like it was it 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 cost less than a million dollars to make. It was a total independent flick, and it was nominated for Best Picture in like 2006 or something like that, which is crazy. I love that shit. But but anyway, you know, it's, it's, and some and some of the best movies are like that, right? Because sometimes you have too big a budget, so you try to like blow away with, yeah. with whatever. Like Crash, we yeah. talked about Crash. Yeah, that not was the, that was a low budget film, not right? the weird porno. No, yeah, not, not the, that, not one. the semi porno one, which is still yeah. a good movie right. if you're into that. But like the the other one, because the last time we talked about it, I hadn't seen it in forever, and I rewatched it a couple weeks ago. We talked about Sandra Bullock losing her shit. Yeah, <laughs> she she fucking does lose her shit, man. And she fucking and it, reamed her husband an ass, her new asshole. So you know what's funny is that that guy has now gone on, like the guy that she like, you know, it's like it's been her like husband, 10, 12 whatever. years. Yeah. The guy that she goes off on. Yeah. Um, the, her husband. Uh, not, not her husband. Not, not oh, the, the Hispanic guy. About the Hispanic guy, okay. this Mexican guy. I can't think of his name, but he was—he's now like up and coming. Like he was in a, a buddy cop movie with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal called uh, Last Watch or Final Watch, which is a great movie. And he was in Ant Man. 
He was in Ant Man. Oh, sure. Yeah, he was in Ant Man. Like, and he, this guy is always taken. He's always played like the token Mexican guy, right? Like he can play a gangbanger. He can play the mm-hmm. you know the taco vendor, and that's what he does. Shit like this. So you looked him like, up after you saw the movie. Again. I, well, no, I recognized him because I, oh. I I didn't really recognize him when I saw Crash because he was still in the beginning of his career. Right. But I've seen him in a bunch of movies since then. And I feel bad. I can't think of his name offhand, but he's really funny. And you can just tell that he's like a decent actor because Sandra Bullock is just going on and on and on about. This. He's probably going to give his fucking keys away, and they're going to break his in our gang house. Gangbangers are going to come in here. Yeah, gangbangers. Uh, gang, he said she said spick oh, gangbangers. Yeah. Oh, she did. And I was like, God damn! How, how much they have to pay Sandra Bullock to say spick no, gangbangers? I saw that. Like I said, I, Sandra Bullock is, is great. I, I, you know, she's she's attractive. She's smart. She's I, an American treasure. I she, fucking yeah. love her. So I saw that. You know, and you sent me the clip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you remember after that, you, there's actually YouTube, and you sent me the link. Would you watch? me lick her clavicles oh what i not i wouldn't yeah yeah no it's fantastic anyway. so so she um when i watch it i watched it a couple times and 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 there's something inside her where she was pissed off i mean it was fucking beyond convincing she was pissed oh yeah she was fuck she was pissed off well re- do you remember what happened to them earlier in the night yeah they got they uh, robbed yeah they got carjacked yeah, earlier from yeah. uh, what's yeah. his name um uh, Luda. Ladies and Ludacris. Chris Bridges. He's funny. I like him. He is funny. He he is funny, and he's a good dude because he high fived me that way. He's time. right. So he'll always be a good fucking dude, as far as I'm concerned. Like Ludacris would be like, "We need to kill all the white people," and I'll be like, "Yeah, you're yeah, right. Not yeah, bad. You're right. I'll line up for that. You're fucking right, Luda, my boy." Yeah, anyway, that but yeah. that fucking and. But then, then I, you know, I knew what it was about. I hadn't seen it in a long time. So then I watched Crash uh, at work. Like, I think the night that we talked about it, or the, a couple days later or something. And I forgot how much of an asshole Don Cheadle is in that movie. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. was like, because he, he's, he's, although it was funny, because he's, you know, he's having some pretty rough sex with his uh, Hispanic girlfriend. Yep. And his phone rings and his he's mom. like, I got to answer it. And she's like, whatever, he answers his mom. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay, mom. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Look, I'm having sex with a, a what do you say? I'm having sex with a white woman. So. I don't Yeah, that's the he's a white and man, I, I believe. I fucking died laughing. Yeah. And she's like, "That's fucked up. You tell your mom that you're when you're having sex." And he's like, "That's the only way I can get her off the phone so I can finish." <laughs> and then he's talking about he says something about tacos or Mexican food or something like that and she's like, "My dad's Puerto Rican and my mom is from Guatemala. None of me is Mexican." He's been with this fucking chick for months, and he didn't even pay that. attention to the fact that she's not. So Mexican. he really didn't know. Not she that wasn't there's anything there. wrong with being Mexican, but there right. is something wrong with putting your P into someone's V and 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 then calling them the wrong nationality. You would have thought that that conversation would have come up at some point. One would think. Yeah, I guarantee you it it, it did, but he was too caught up with. You know, and, here's the problem with me, and there's not many. Here's no none that I know of. <laughs> Are you ready to hear it? Yep. Please. Is please. if I'm really interested in somebody, you're going to know everything about them. If that's the bad thing. No, and, and I should save some for later, whatever that means. Uh-huh. But what I'm saying is this: if if within like a couple of dates, or if I'm out with them, even if it's a long, fr- if I see someone early on, this has happened before. While I'm downtown or wherever else, hang out with someone in the sun before the sun goes down. You happen to see someone having dinner somewhere. You happen to talk, and you kind of hit it off. Hey, what are you doing? We're going to go over to Sporty. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Whatever. And you can kind of hang out with them all evening. Of course, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, if it's by six or eight or ten hours, whatever the number is, by the end of that night, 
I know what their say DNA profile is. Basically, I say DNA, but I'm you know what I'm or saying. Or what their like kind of cultural background. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of want to know. You kind yeah, you kind of know, and it doesn't. Not that it really matters. It doesn't matter. But it I'm does, just curious. It, 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 to me, what's more interesting is like there was a couple that came in the brewery today, and I heard her talk, and she had this like mm, I want to say the Bronx because she kind of sound like uh, uh, Jennifer Lopez, and I was like, are you? Where are you from? She's like, like a wide from, butt. Are you from? No, no, it's just her accent. I wasn't looking at oh, her butt. Okay. Uh, I was like, are you from the Bronx? Or are you? You're from one of the five boroughs, but I can't place it. And she's like, that's pretty good. You're gonna guess. Yeah, you're like, good at that. I would say that. I would say the Bronx, and she's like Queens, but that, but but close. close I was like, All right, right on. And the dude is like, oh, where am I from? And I was like, mm, either you're from or your parents are from Southern Mexico. And he was like, how the fuck did you know that? And I was like, I just, <laughs> I kind of know it. Since I said that, you want to try something that's more, and I, I gave him the Zapatista. Part of it's probably because your other job, I'm guessing, because you, you hang out with. The hospital? Uh, yeah. Is that one reason? Because of the different. Uh, I don't know. I've always been kind of in tune with that with that kind of stuff. But I'm okay. always, I'm all, man, I grew up in the most boring fucking, one of the most boring areas of the country because, but one of the most diverse areas of the country too. Ohio. So I, I, yeah, Ohio. Yeah. So I, or not just Ohio, like kind of the Midwest, but it's also more, one of the more culturally diverse areas because. That area of Ohio that I'm from was settled by uh, German and Polish immigrants. Was it mostly German? It's German and Polish. Okay. That's, remember we talked about the Saika family? Right. Like when Dan Andreka was on the the only reason, yes. the reason why I'm able to spell his name perfectly is because... Because you've uh, been there. The, well, there's a, the Saika family, C-Z-A-I-J-K-A, were uh, Hungarian or Polish, one of the two. Sure. Uh, and, but I grew up around a lot of that. But... So it was like mm. were there enclaves of Polish and enclaves yeah, of German people? Fuck yeah, dude. Man. So any during any certain time with here or any kind of momentous occasion on the calendar where the Germans like invade these enclaves there, of no, Poland? The, uh, <laughs> oh man, there was no Blitzkrieg. If that's what you're trying <laughs> that's to say, what I'm saying. You fucking <laughs> did. why is it? We went almost an hour without you talking about. I'm just God, saying, fucking, maybe they couldn't help themselves. You fucking fascist. <laughs> Not a fascist. And, anyway, historically accurate. No, there's a bunch of towns all okay. over the area where there I. Or like Polish towns, German towns. It, mostly the there's literally German town, Ohio. It's the name of the town. You could get good works but there. The, I bet you could get good absolutely. sausages. No, they just call it sausage there because it's fucking delicious. I know. Now, if you there's an area of Columbus called German Village where there's some places that if you you'll get okay service if you speak English if you speak German to the people you're you're, gonna, you're gonna get the good shit. Uh, there's but also, were there delis? Seriously, were there delis you could get like sort yeah. of German sort of? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Wow. All that stuff. Yeah. I want that here. Yeah, really want yeah that me here. too. Beer gardens, the whole oh, bit. Oh, my God. Anyway, I don't even. Big old sausages so, and beers. So, the, but the guy, like the, the girl and the guy were like, how do you know that? I said, I've, just, I've been around the block a bit. And then the guy's like, I, I don't understand. I said, oh, I've been, to, I've been to Oaxaca. I've been to Chiapas. I've been way far, way down in there. Okay. And then he was telling me about where his family's from, and I'm like, that fucking sounds amazing. Like, how small is that town? And he goes, ah, it's not even really a town. It's more like a collection of houses. It's like, that's fucking awesome. So then I was like, can I give you something without being offended? And he goes, what, what is it? And I said, it's my own blended drink, and I call it the Zapatista. And he's like, he used to kind of roll his eyes, and he's like, the Zapatista. Like, you know what that means? And I said, yeah. Like, I've met some of those people face-to-face. Like, I know... I know what the EZLN is. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm well versed in it, and I, I believe in their cause. And he's like, "That's fucking awesome, man!" Like it's very in this very thick accent. Sure. So then I gave him that mixture of scorched earth and chocolate stout, which is that's Perfect. totally a Mayan thing. Mayan Aztec thing is is 
and a spicy, not sweet chocolate drink. I was gonna say and like he the, drank the, the fuck out Mayan of me. Like, Essex this thing is like to cut the heart out of someone and run up the damn stairs and see if the heart still beats when you get to the top. Yeah, then they were true souls, and they'll right. ascend, they'll ascend up to their version. So that's that's not part of the drink. Uh, it should be, but it wasn't. <laughs> and then unfortunately, right after that guy. We ran out of scorched earth. I was fucking so sad. Because <laughs> well, I was talking up that drink, and I was like, and the one, and this uh, another guy came in. He's like, man, I don't really want to try that. Uh, and uh, I went to pour some, and just <laughs> foam. God damn! And then Carrie goes, well, that's the last keg. God damn it, Carrie! Carrie. So you were on a roll. You were going to be serving was, some I was more of these. On a fucking roll, man. Yeah. I was going to be serving a bunch of them. At a Slinging the um, what was the name again? Zapa, Zapatista. Zapatista. The Zapatista. Zapatista yeah. are the uh, uh, Zapata revolutionaries in uh, southern Mexico. That's right. I was thinking fighting of... Um, the, fighting the Mexican government against their imperialism and backing of the warlords. Warlords. The warlords, Anyway. Yes. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? Uh, yes, the, no, there these, is. These poor people were at 90 minutes and they just... Fucking I know, like but there's one more thing. Exhausting. And you, you can say no if you want to this topic. No. We can broach this topic. Um, do we want to talk at all about the possibility Uh-oh. of this uh, project that we have coming up very shortly that people might know about in October? Wait. The what? I, now we have to talk about it because I don't. I don't know, know what we're talking about. We're talking about the I, thing with the woman that helps the me thing, here. That the we're guy talking about the thing. Thing. No, the, the thing. thing. Oh. Do we want to? Let's oh, just do, do a little teaser. Okay, so you can start teasing, and I will add to the tease. Oh, we'll just like yeah. tweak, tweak the nipples a little bit, and maybe. I'll kind of jump in and lick the belly button. Yeah, see, so you lick the belly button, and I'll like, tweak just, the I'll let you lick my finger. If you're gonna tweak the, I have a question. If you're gonna tweak the nipples, and you do both of them at the same time, are you gonna do one counterclockwise and one clockwise? No, I'm not that fucking coordinated. Uh, no, <laughs> no. I right, go ahead, start teasing. I mean, I would. Yeah. If I asked you, anyway, if I demanded that you did if one, you counter demanded. Clock, oh, if you demanded, then choke me a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. you get into it. <laughs> <laughs> All I can think of is a Porsche going. Oh my god, <laughs> father, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, eh, fuck off. I, Are you I, okay? I, no, I, I am who I am. All right, Paul, now pee on me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I started to pee. Just, you told me that, and oh, I just yeah. started to pee. I ate a bunch of asparagus today. You just let me know if you want me to pee on you. Yeah. yeah. E. Shout out to or Don D. Lynch for fucking free pickled asparagus. And That's anyway, good stuff, by the way. Uh, yeah, double the double D. We're not the, the double D asparagus. I always fucking do that. A podcast, the Cartoon Casual podcast, right. are um, going to be potentially participating in the Laughlin Film Festival, which takes place in October. Yeah. We're not going to give it's you a lot of details I think it's just yet. Seventh annual, uh, sixth or so. seventh yeah. annual, Laughlin International Film Fest. It's kind of turning into a bigger ish kind, kind of, of a big fun thing. thing. And there's a person that we know, remain nameless, who is uh, kind of an indie filmmaker. She dabbles around in this kind of stuff, and she thought she could use this occasion to um, write her quick little story. She got a couple of different uh, projects she wants to write: a little in story, it, little short film. This little short film that she's talking about is absolutely it's funny. It's cool. It's a really neat concept, and, uh, and we're, we're we're proud to be part of it. Yeah, so. yeah. And she might use the the I'm not going to go into again detail, but she might use the our podcast as the vehicle to tell this uh, sort of uh, unsolved uh, crime, fictional crime that took place in Kingman, you know, back in the day, quote unquote. So. Uh, kind of hard to explain right now, but it's very simple if you were to actually read the script. We're not going to go into any more that. detail than that. We're going to tease you fuckers for yeah. a little bit and then 
tell you all about it at the right time. But if it works out and she does it and it's nice, it's going to be uh, in October, about mid October ish, I think. Close Lawson to October. International Film Festival. And we will actually they have to have a red carpet event, and we will actually get to see this seven, ten, whatever minute short film. And Joe and myself will be actually walking the red carpet. Goddamn right, we'll be. <laughs> and we're gonna have. It's gonna be. Gonna it's gonna find, be fun. I'm gonna find the absolute classiest woman to walk down the red carpet with me, even if it's Paul. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It's not gonna be me because we're gonna find. Ooh, maybe should we instead of doing dates, be each other's date, and we could do like the Trey Parker and Matt Stone thing. Did remember when they did the Grammys? Yes, we and could they, do that. And we found out years later that they were on acid. When they when they went to the Grammys, you suggesting the, um, we should be on acid when we do this. Uh, yeah. Matt Stone wore the remember the the dress from the year before that Jennifer Lopez wore that went to her that crotch. kind of went yeah kind of he wore yeah. similar uh, thing the, the, not similar the exact same one just a different size went oh to the same I don't know who made it I, I don't know who made the the dress right. Fendi or whatever anyway. But yeah, we could do. We could drop acid. We have to decide how we're going to do this because if it comes out and we like the result and we like it, we're going okay. Here's what we're going to do: we're going to promote the living shit out of it, and we have to decide what's going to be the best for the show to be really outrageous and do something like that, which would be fun, or do we be more classy and try to be semi-serious but not really, and then have the appropriate dates to go there with? Here's my thing. Whenever I like growing up, you know, you listen to a DJ on the radio, and then like I, I won a couple radio contests. It you know, maybe three of them, four of them. Mm. And I got to meet the DJ that like I'd listened to every morning or in the afternoon or whatever. And they never, ever looked or acted like the people that I remember listening no, to on the radio. They don't. Would it be better to not be disappointed by the people that you listen to on the podcast? But then wait a second. Wait, let's pump the brakes on that. Okay. Because everybody that listens to our podcast. I'm almost certain like 99% of them have met us in person, know who we are. Most of them have. There's some international people. So how about hey, we? we, we got to get some international folks to come here to the film festival. Do you realize out. how fucking ridiculous it is that the film isn't even made yet? And we're not even actually okay. on And we're already discussing what I, we're going to wear on the fucking. I like carpet. the script. No, I absolutely love the script. It's, it's going to be It's great. a good fucking. I think I, people are going to love it. I got to give credit to her. She, she has come up with a good concept. Yeah, no, absolutely. So. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. We're not going to say anything more about that. That's it. We're done with that. That's it. Are we done with everything? I think we're done with everything. Good, fine. Are you people done? Are we going to summarize? No, I don't want to summarize. I don't think so. We're going to go to summarize. Uh, it's hot. Uh, do yoga. Um, uh, what else do we? What was on the big? Uh, God, we had several big topics. Do yoga. I think that's about it. Make that's some it. soap. Laughlin International Film Festival. Make some soap. Make your own. Soap. Make your own soap, people. It's super fucking easy. Stop oh. buying that bullshit and put it on your skin. Just make your own Just goddamn make, soap. Yep. Make, yeah. Hmm. Make your own laundry soap too. That's the best. Yeah. Literally, it's Arm and Hammer washing soda, borax, like uh, Mule Twelve Mule or whatever the hell yeah, it's called. Twelve Train Mule Train, and, uh, and then shave your favorite kind of like hand soap into it. I use Fells Naphtha because I I like the smell of it. Oh yeah, and that's the best goddamn laundry soap you'll ever use. Right. All right. Do, the right, do the right thing, Paul. You done? I am more than done. Jim. All right. Let's go have a beer. Yes. Cartoon Casuals out. Bye.
Mm-hmm.